You are about to experience the Corpse Cast. We would advise any listener who may be ill, pregnant, or of weak constitution to reconsider listening to the show for fear of an onset of health issues related to encountering bouts of pure shock or fright. For those who wish to continue, just remember to avoid fainting. Keep repeating, it's only a podcast, only a podcast. Hey everybody, welcome to episode 68 of the Corpse Cast Podcast. I am Mike. And I'm Shane. Shane, how you doing, my man? I'm doing good. I'm doing good too. Want to yeah. know why? Why? First of all, because it's podcast night and we're here recording. Mm-hmm. Second of all, because those ginseng pills that I took, yeah, they're kicking in, man. They are good pills. Well, and it's like, I, I was telling you earlier today, the, the freaking... Uh, uh, elevator was out at work today and I had to walk up eight flights of stairs and up and down and I had to go all over and you know, you have to go to lunch and I'm on the fifth floor. So I went from zero to eight yeah. and then I went from one, to, you know, one to five after lunch and stuff like that. I, I'm beat. But after that, the ginsengs, all I'm natural herbal. I'm feeling good. Supplements. Man. Oh yeah. I yep. hope, I hope that this doesn't mean that I'm going to have uh more diary, uh, diary of the mouth even more than I typically do. Well. We'll see. Well, you know, the yeah. night's young, so we can only... That it is. We can only wait and see. You know That'd what's funny? You know, you know what's so funny is lately I've been getting called out all the time. Called out by John. He's like, oh, John, John Tipton on the, on, the, on the Facebook group. He's like, hey, okay. you know what? You screwed Johnny on this thing. I got called out last time, too, for saying that... Uh, a perfect drug was on the uh, uh, what was it? The Crow soundtrack. I saw that, dude. Yeah. I don't, I don't, I don't. Did I say it is for surely on the Crow soundtrack, or did I say it's probably on there? Or it's on something else. I can't remember. I don't. Well, I, I don't remember. Because that. even in my even in my brain right now, it's like I'm unsure of it. Even though I know now that a perfect drug was on uh, uh, what was the Lost, Lost Highway, Highway instead of yeah. uh, Dead Souls, which was on the uh, the Crow soundtrack. But dude, I, I hope I wasn't like. Listen, I know exactly what I'm saying. Well, at all dude, times. okay, well, that's fine. That's fine. But let me just say this to you right now: you were adamant that Kane Roberts, your hero, played yeah. the bass guitar, and then you went, "Oh, wait a minute! No, wait a minute! No, wait a, no, 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 he plays no, the guitar." That's right. You're right. You're. I was, and I can admit when I'm wrong. I okay. admit it. That's but, all I'm saying. But in my brain, but it, well, listen, in, let me let me finish this. Okay. In my defense, in that, in my brain, one of my other hunky dude heroes plays bass guitar for Alice Cooper, and his name is Kip Wiegner. And actually, do you want to hear something hunky about- Hunky hero. You heard it first here, hunky, people. Hunky hair metal hero. Hunky hair metal hero, Kip Winger, Mike Cadaver, thinks that he's the hunky heavy metal hero. Well, and it's funny. Oh, my what, God. What, that what, just what, takes your heavy metal notch down. Wouldn't any dude, well, anybody, can I just say, love to have a foursome with Alice, Kane Roberts, Kip Winger- and Alice Cooper. No, I don't even want to be. I don't mean sexually. I mean jamming. You sick bastard. I mean jamming with some talent. I don't know that I. I. I don't. You I would. Don't know you that would. would. You would too. Especially with the drums, you'd be like, "Oh my gosh, can we play 17? You know, it would be great. Yeah, but they because wouldn't Kip play it good style. Bullshit. They'd they would it, know. They play it. They play it hair metal. They play it 
80s, late 80s turd style. I want to play 18, there, By the way, there's, no, there's no such thing as late 80s turd style because a lot of that is some of the greatest music ever made. And it just so happens that this episode, we're going to be talking about an Alice Cooper album from the late 80s. 1987. With... Raise your fist and yell. From Alice Cooper. But it, it features... It features... Kane Roberts hero. and... Kip Winger. Can you, you believe should that get crap? a tattoo of Kip Winger shirtless, Kane Roberts no, shirtless. No, no, no. I, I don't want him shirtless. With swords Ooh. fighting on your Kind of like, a, that what's that badass. band? What's that band where they always have like those dudes with Man of War? Man of War style. This is going to turn into Kane Roberts tonight, and I understand that, and I accept that. I, I hope you're ready for it because you're probably right to a point. That, and that's fine. You love him, you're, he's fantastic. Thank you. I will say he's got some rock chops. Well, and I'm not going to say that Kane Roberts is not a badass on the guitar. Okay. He is a badass. He on is. The okay, good. He's just kind of a cheese dick kind of a guy, though. Well, let me, for let me, sure. Let me tell you, you something. You know, though. that we're no, talking, oh no, we're talking right. Rambo. We're talking Rambo time. <laughs> yes. So he literally wore that little pin, you know, the Rambo piece of t shirt that he cuts off for the sweatband. Yeah. He used to wear that dude. with the machine gun. I mean, he was like, dude, look at me. I'm Rambo. Dude. I'm, I'm rocking the machine gun guitar and I'm, dude, I'm Rambo. You got, you got, uh, what's his name? Who played Rambo? Sylvester Stallone. You yeah. have five foot one Sylvester Stallone against a brooding is six foot two Kane Roberts with that much. I actually have, no what idea would you do if you were just randomly standing next to Kane Roberts at a bar and his tight buttocks <laughs> rubbed across your hand? Uh, would you squeeze or would you pull away? Well, you pull away be- oh, okay. because that's, I mean, that's just a human reaction. Would you, okay. After you pull away, would you kind of go, I should have squeezed. Well, that, you know, I'm going to have to, I, I hope that, I hope that situation happens to me so I can have an answer for you. Yeah, I'd well, like to probably think, not I'd quite like to as think plump that, and tight as they used to be. Yeah. Well, I'd like to think they are. I, I, I like that they're in my, they, there's a snapshot of them in my brain yeah. from 1987, most yeah, likely. So, so we're going to be talking about that today. We're also going to be talking about a movie from 2000, kind of like a, I would say that this is somewhat, at least to me, and this is why I chose it. Pardon me. I chose it for the show because this is a movie, and I guess I'll spoiler a little bit that I that I really liked and I've liked for a long time. But I think in the horror in horror circles, it's kind of gone by the wayside. I mean, it doesn't get, you know, it, I don't I don't know if if it's as big or as uh, as uh, I don't know respected or you know sure. whatever as yeah. as I think it should be in the horror. Ran, uh, ran, uh, what do you call it? Like just in maybe the not the same, qu- quite the same style as you would. Put sure. a horror flick, and that, and that's and I I mentioned that maybe that's kind of why it was, but uh, we're going to be talking about the cell from 2000 star and J Lo, mm-hmm. she from the block. I don't know, I don't know if Jenny that's Lopez song. and uh, Vince Vaughn. Okay, yeah. he he hasn't he, his acting chops are excellent, uh, uh, just beautiful. Yeah. But dude. So and that's what we got. Vincent D'Onofrio. He, well, that, I think that guy's like, uh, how tall are you, soldier? That whole deal. I liked him for a long time. Yeah, he's you know? he's kind of a, yeah, he's a stranger. He's a he's a he's bizarre. Just he's a pretty be, good actor, man. He's yeah. like one of those bodily actors that can change his looks. Yeah, it, yeah, a little bit. Because yeah, I mean, well, he even, was he was pile. <laughs> he was yeah, pile. Uh-huh. This is the rifle, and this sure. is the gun. This is mm, fun. This is for fun, right? And then he was also a weirdo guy in uh, Men in Black that I never knew, you know, that turns oh, yeah. into the alien yeah. guy. I was like, that's that's not him. No, that's him. But it is him. Yeah. 
Well, even in this movie, he had a bunch of different uh, looks and yeah. and get ups and moves or whatever. But we'll get we'll get on to that right now. You know what? Right now, you know what the time right now is for. The time right now is Bullshit. for. Okay, bull- shooting the shooting the. I've breeze. got I've got a couple of things I want to mention. Okay. okay, okay. So you know a couple of well, it's been a couple months now. You know, I I, start, I started a new job and whatever, and I'm like, oh, I get to ride the train. You know, right. I get to ride the train for you know half hour every morning, and it's super nice. You know, it's great because I can read and I can really learn a lot. Yeah. You know what I kind of like, kind of like eased into my on my daily thing, uh, is just watching stupid shitty movies in the you know on the way there and on the way back. Right, that's so, a good hour. It is. I yeah. I, I it takes me about two days to get through a you know get get through a movie and start another. Right. You know, and uh, I just wanted to mention Mike's. Train movies for this week. Oh. Okay. Mike's train movies. Play the intro music. I was going to say there's none, but you came through for me. Okay. I watched a movie called The Psychic, which is a Lucio Fulci giallo movie, which was good. You know, whatever. It's kind of boring. But dude, I watched one of the most bizarre and amazing movies that I've ever seen in my life. Okay. It's called Lady Terminator. It's from I, I don't even know what it is. It's called Lady Terminator. It's like some kind of a some some kind of a uh, I think it's a Filipino movie or something like that where it's like you know that this uh, the whole, the the story sets. Up, I mean I'm I'm not going to go into it because here's what I want to do. I think that because of I watched this and because of its amazingness, I've got, I'm going to put it on the list. You're putting we'll it on talk the about, list. Yeah, we, we've got to do this one. Okay. But let me tell you something about for those of you who have seen uh, Lady Terminator. There's amazing piss scenes. There's amazing uh, eels piss. in the vagina scenes. Wow. All sorts of fun stuff. That's You got my interest. I got to tell you, it was a little risque riding it or watching it on the train. You know, I'm a little bit worried that... Was your friend, the punk rock girl, sitting next to you at all? No. 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 Remember the, the punk rocker that you you befriended? And the uh, bum. Well, no, the bucks. Yeah, I haven't seen the bum since that day. But now, but now there's a there's a a guy who actually works where I work, and uh, he's uh, he's Indian, uh-huh. and so we've been going back and forth. He gets on at the same place, and, and you know whatever. But I mean, we we respect each other's privacy in the way we oh, say, "Hey, how's good. it going?" Because I don't want to sit and talk to this asshole. I mean, he's a good guy, but for hell's sakes, he sits there and watches cricket games on his phone. Oh yeah, and it's like. Why aren't you watching Lady Terminator? Well, I don't tell him what I'm watching, especially because there's so much nudity and sex in it, and it's like I don't, I don't. Maybe know. he's watching nude cricket games. No, because he keeps because the one there was one day where he kept showing me his cricket games, and I'm like, oh, that's great. I'm <laughs> telling you, they're going to win, dude. They're going to win. I don't, I don't know how you know exactly how he talks, but you must know him. But okay, we'll talk after. See if you okay. know. But anyway, no. We're putting Lady Terminator on. It's amazing. Uh, next up is Justine Desaad. Mm-hmm. I'm stoked for that one. I have a feeling it's going to be another one of those that I've got to sit in a corner where nobody can see my screen. Yeah. But moving on, shall we? Okay. Shall we move on? Yeah. Uh, what do we got? What do we got? What do we got? Oh, I've got, you know, I've got some random pimpage. Mm-hmm. You know, I mean, we can pimp our shit, you know. It seems a well. Little... This is probably the best pa- place to do it, right? Well, I, I mean, do you do you feel a little dirty pimping all our shit? No, not at all. Not here when people are tuning in. To I listen guess to this, so. Right? Okay, so let's run down the list. 
DMD and out, out. How we doing? Good. Uh, moving along. Uh, everything is great. And uh, so nothing to along. report. Nothing, nothing to, to report. report. Everything's going good. Go. Okay, great. Next. Second, zombie TV. I wanted to mention yes. real quick that I've been in touch with Dale. We're overhauling the whole thing. We're getting it, you guys. It's going to be amazing. Like, I, I shouldn't tell you right now. I really want to, but I shouldn't tell you the things that are going up. Um, so keep in touch. Don't, I just want to say this. Don't buy any Roku's until, you know, until we get all the details worked out. Right. Because you may not have to have a Roku. But I'm just saying. Ooh, I, I, okay, I know I, what I, you're going to say. But that's very no, no, exciting. But, but, okay. but what I'm, but but, no. you, but it, 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 that's but if shush. everything goes well. Right. But okay, shush I'm just up. saying. I'll okay, shush it up right up. now. Everything's going to be switched off. We're still doing season two, which basically means that we have 16 episodes. And Already we have more, we have more, well no we have like twenty five episodes in the can well we have like twenty two episodes we're working on season four exactly but right. but they're all going to be the same so don't get excited for Corpse Collective season two because it's the same shit as season one it's just that you know we're you know whatever you you get it it's still great quality entertainment folks yeah all right it's Peace. better than a kick in the balls that's what I always barely say. barely depends on who's kicking you in the balls Kane Roberts. Um, no. We're Rock do- dolls! <laughs> <laughs> Take one of those and then see how you feel in the morning. All right. Last pimp that we got going on. Remember, folks, in, 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 we're still kind of in the in the new phases of this. It's a very nascent uh, venture for us right now. Yes. We're in the Corpse Collective film distribution business, okay? And it's legit because I just brought uh, Shane his, uh, his pack of... Uh, uh, business I got cards. my business cards, yeah. So, yeah, we're good to go. But I just want to let everybody know that's going great. Tell your friends, your indie filmmaker, stuff like that, that uh, to check us out. Go to CorpseCollective.com. On the left-hand side, there's a Corpse Collective Films link. Uh, we're actually going to be working with Brian uh, Wolford from uh, Drunken Zombie. I think we're going to get his stuff going. Yeah, and, uh, exciting. And we've got, a, we've got two or three more uh, 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 things going on. Uh, we'll see how uh, you know if those kind of come to fruition or whatever. But we're pretty stoked. We're going to kind of go through the the process to see how it you know to make sure we know how it all works and, and you know get it going. We got to test drive it, but you know what? We want to get into helping the indie filmmaker. Yeah, that exactly. is the key. Here. That's what it's all about. So tell your friends. I guess that's all I'll say. But that's all I have for random pimpage. I think. Let me see. You need out now. Easy films. Yes. dot com. Corpsecollective dot com. I get it now. I'm those people and, know about that. What? Uh, what else? There was something else. Nope. There's nothing else. There's nope. nothing else, folks. In fact, I, I'm going to call. I have one more thing to talk about, but you know what? Oh, I, I'll tell you one thing. I, I want to remind real quick. I want to remind everybody of somebody of something. Sorry. Uh, if you guys go to Spotify there and, and you're digging the music that we like here, I want to just say that there is a playlist that I have. Mike Cadaver. Okay. Right. Go on there. You can subscribe to the Best of Corpse Cast playlist. Oh yeah, listen and it's to that. all and it's all the good stuff. Like I added almost. I mean, not to be a spoiler, but I added almost every single one of the songs from this week's album. Yeah. All right. Well, yeah. So, so well, but yeah, that's all on there. Either. But you know, you know, the only two prerequisites to get on there is first of all, the band has to be on Spotify, and second of all, has to be good shit. They got to be good, and you've heard them on this show. So there you go. Check it out because if you listen to those mofos, they. You know, I mean, like especially like Harley Poe. You oh, know, check yeah. those guys out. Whatever. You know, they they said, "Hey, which we're- by the way, Harley Poe gave us a little message." Oh yeah. And Joe himself, Joe Whiteford himself, what sent us a little message that said, "Hey guys, thank you very much for your episode on the show. 
You guys are not only sexy and awesome, but a laugh riot. And I love you guys. Are you sure you heard our show, though? This, this is not exact quote, right. but it's close to it. It's like, thank you very much. You guys, wow, amazing, and it is unbelievable what you guys do. All right, all right. And keep right, it up. Right. But yes, it's true. For those of you new to the Corpse Cast, now is the time that we move in from bullshitting into voicemails. And you know what? We don't just say, hey, call us. Call yeah. us to tell us no. things. No. Yeah. no. We say, you know what? We no. got some yeah. shit for you to talk about. Yes. And let me tell you what that shit is what? right now. Uh, the question of the episode. You know, call it in, people. Th- yeah. That's For those of you who are new, we say, here's a question. Why don't you tell us your answers? Not because not right. because we want you to call us, but because we're interested in what you have to say. Exactly. Yes. And we want you to call us. Uh, okay, and remember, John Gilling from the Facebook, or Gilling, I don't know. It, he, he's I'm, from the UK, so Gillen. maybe he says a Gilling. Oh, maybe it's it like the Gallantine. Yeah, you're... <laughs> John Gallantine. First of all, the guillotine is French, like let's, French let's, fries. No, let's call him the Gillantine. When let's, he calls okay. him, that's, that's, his, that's Je- his moniker. Jean Gillantine. Okay, Gillantine. Remember that scene in Shaun of the Dead where Sean and Ed were rifling through their music collection, throwing it at the zombies as defense? Let's pretend MP3s or CDs and video files or DVDs. Right. Which CDs or DVDs in your collection do you regret purchasing slash acquiring and would use it to thwart the oncoming zombie horde? And that's it. Here we it's go. Rough. Let me see. Let me wake this computer up. We are going to be starting. You know what? Actually, we're going to be starting with one from last week that I lost. Okay. <laughs> from Tony Zoni. Here we oh, go. Oh, the Zone Zone. Hey, Mike and Shane. How you doing? Oh, this is Tony good. from Arizona. This you always sound so clean and clear. Gonna play a get some conversation with you fine ass bitch. <laughs> all right, all right, all right. Oh, all smooth. right, all right, all right. Yeah. Question of the episode. When has a movie kind of gone too far for me? Then either has it made me want to turn it off or has it made it to it's where I just didn't want to see the movie master, from the get-go. He sounds good, man. His audio and for me, like, yeah. most of movies, because I know they're manufactured and I know they're fake and I know they're for entertainment. What? It's hard for me to say that those that any of those kind of things can go too far because I'm I'm not forced to watch that content. Now, having said that, there are certain things that I don't want to see and I don't want to watch. Right. That's what we're asking. I have not seen a Serbian film and I have no desire to see a that Serbian was, that film. That was a popular one. Because of the content of that movie. Even though I know that it's all fake, exactly. I don't yeah, want to so watch and see something like that. So for me, that is a movie that would have gone too far for me. Now, that's not to say that I don't think that it should have been made or that it should no, be banned. Didn't we already go over? It yes, should be censored in any way, uh, but for me, that would be the, probably the one. Also, he's, maybe he's, he's ringing my bell. I've uh, read a lot about that sure. and heard about that movie, and it's one of the things where, uh, yeah, I know it's out there, but uh, for me, I have no desire to sort of see that and have those images in my head. All right, sure. on a lighter note, oh, my baby oh. boy Shane, my smooth, <laughs> bark silky, seal. powerful dolphin. Yeah, a dolphin. I think boy. I forgot about oh, your baby. <laughs> you wish you a little bit of a challenge. You double dog dared some people. Oh. Well, have a listen to this. He yeah. knew it. He got it. What is it? No one got it. What was it? Such a wicked, vicious woman. 
<laughs> you should see Shane's face, right? He's rocking. Obviously, it's Wasp. He he got it. I don't remember. I don't remember what the question was. Well, I just said a lesbo nymphomaniac. Oh. Keep it real big. That dude just became number one in my book. Well, that, well on one of the say? last episodes, just in random, I said, she's a lesbo nymphomaniac. Ooh, she got a girlfriend at <laughs> 17. I said, I double dog dare anyone to call him with that. <laughs> Ball crusher, wasp, Tony Sony, the top man on the number list. Number one. He called back for this week, but it's later because you know how I do him now. Right, in, right. In chronological Number order. one. He got it. You're, no, you're number one. Here's speaking of number one. That's hot as shit. Here's number one for Wolfie. Here he is. Wolfie. Damn it, Mike. Oh. Not even to the voicemails, and you're making me call in. What did I do? Never. I love it when he says, damn ever it, Mike. Say this phrase again. Well, first you see this guy's dick, and then it cuts off. I don't really. You should have. I don't that. even remember what we were talking about. I'll call back after I've actually heard more than his dick, and then it what? cuts off. Oh, let's see here. What movie were we doing? Not even five minutes of the damn show. And what movie did we do last week? Do us. What was it? Uh, oh the wolf man. I'll call you back. And he did call. Us, I love it when he starts him with "Damn, damn it, Mike." It. Oh, <laughs> it's like I. I just go. Yes. Oh, he's gonna get it. He's going to get it. Here's Wolfie again. Ah, Mike, Shane, yes. inbred. Hopefully that will be in That time. is, not, whoa, whoa, whoa. Or if I got it wrong, oh, well, it happened. That was a question of the episode. He got it right, inbred. He got the love. Turn up the radio. You got it. Go ahead, Wolfie, and send me your address. I looked for it because I know that. You know, he just sent us that package with you and the and the thing, and I could have looked on that, but I already threw away the packaging, so I don't know his address. Send the address, and we're sending the package. The package is already made, baby. It's a love pack. It's a little old thing that you can enjoy with your mother. I don't know. Oh, okay, that went somewhere. Now down. that it's Wolfie, I want to throw something extra in. Well, send it home with me. Like some nudie pics or something. Some S- spread send them spread home. eagles, some Vijay Bass <laughs> bangs with the sure. the the logo. Oh my gosh, with that's the, cr- with the, terrible. the ghost BC. Terrible. Oh, oh, like you know, let, give me give him let, some video. Let Papa to... Emeritus f you. Yeah. Right, sure. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Okay. So I'm unpausing it, but he won. There we go. That means you know what that means, don't you? That means we got a brand new, new one at the end. A new one at the end. A new destiny at the end. And I'll tell you what, I picked it out, and I'll give you one hint the first time. Okay. It's a movie that's on our future episodes list. Mm. But let's move on, Wolfie. Um. Damn, I thought it was some exploitation flick or something. So that's why I couldn't figure well, it out weird. last time yeah, around. It's like the devil was in there. <laughs> actually got a comment to make on the, um, rape revenge flicks. And you oh. guys brought up that uh, you didn't know how those would play for female audiences. And I think they would hate them. Um, kind of personal thing for different folks. I mean, let's face it, different men respond to them differently. Right. Consider Siskel and Ebert's reaction to, uh, I spit on your grave, for example. Yeah. Um, 
on the other hand, uh, gal I know. That was a shame a, on you. How shall we say? Right. Perspective on the topic. She actually finds herself quite enjoying the genre. I wow. More for the revenge aspect. Obviously. Oh, sure. Sure. But there you have it. That movie made me hate dudes. Um. Yeah, so, Katrina said that. She's like, the rape revenge like, is pretty difficult answer, to that sort of thing handle for her. Actually have oh, one, and we'll just have to see. But given that I remem- realized what the film was when you started going on the uh, plot discussion. Oh, inbred, yeah. I figured I should probably call it in. Well, Which you means did. it's probably wrong, and nope, I will you're look right. like an idiot now. But you still look well, like an idiot, but for different reasons. No, you don't. This you look sexy. Sorry. I'll talk to y'all later. Sorry, Wolfie. You win, and you are the king winner. King for a day, fool for, for a lifetime. lifetime. Faith no more. Creep called in. No. 2001. No, because... No. 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 Fool for a lifetime. No, no, listen, because... Uh, no. Album of the Year came out between 95 and 97, so that had to be like 90... Probably... Operation Mindcrime came out eighty something. Yeah, is there anybody here tonight in Madison, Wisconsin, who believes in love? Well, I don't. Boom! Bam! Sorry, it's like not with that mullet. Keep a creep hey, called guys, in. Here he is. Me, um, the creep good show. Um, <clears throat> we should uh, have an intro with creep. Get me to watch Pony Pool forever. And I, I, it just didn't, I would look at the poster and all the stuff and hear people talk about it and it yeah, just did not. It sound, it sounded dumb, like but I really I loved to it. Watch, but, um, after the show, it totally sounds good, dude. So, um, I'm pretty excited to watch it now. Slap it in um, the old, uh, VHS. <clears throat> Netflix. It's on Netflix. Yeah. Is where, um, when we were shooting, he, I was directing an actress and I just started going like, far, 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 far. And like, uh, I couldn't talk, Dude. and I'm just saying words like that weren't right words. Or You're there on the set and directing, and people like, are going, this, this is our director. It was just like, That's called a stroke. I knew I was saying the words, but I knew they were wrong, and I totally freaked out. That's a stroke. And uh, <laughs> oh, a couple minutes later, I, I hope you fine, saw the doctor just, about that. That was like one of the scariest things that's ever happened. But um, as far as I love... Uh, single location movies too and um shane if you've uh if you haven't seen um hitchcock's lifeboat that movie is just amazing yeah it, one spot it's just one location that yep. it's as big as it is and as far as uh it's called Cop- lifeboat oh, zombies, hitchcock. Uh, be, uh, TLC oh. fan mail some fucking creed album and that dave matthews album with the fucking carousel <laughs> swing fucking thing on it just because they're my dave matthews is and, awful and awful is that a, is that a let me tell you something oh no that's i got my uh i got my john Marin. that uh you ain't something the morning. I have no idea what that is. Let me tell you something. That's so- my Dave Matthews impression. Okay, so <clears throat> it's my first. It's my first uh, first week up at Utah State. I'm a new Aggie, right? It, it's, oh, oh, so it's, so you it's, were an Aggie, a Ute, and a BYU. Yeah, I You're oh, a whore of college, and I, and I was also uh, before before shall we say the uh, what shall what shall we call it for the show the the vacation. To Denver, you know what I'm saying. Okay. Before that, I was a Ute, mm. 
And I was a wildcat. Uh-huh. The Weber. The Weber. So you Aggie Weber BYU. Came back came Ute. back and became a Ute again. You're a whore of yeah, college. Yeah, I am. I'm, I kind of went to a, a lot of different colleges. How many indie girls do you know that would be like, I'm, I'm a whore. I want to be a whore of college? I don't know. Listen, if you got to be a whore, a whore of college isn't that bad. But okay, well, let me finish, bro. Well, I'm let, not going to Let me finish, that. bro. A okay? whore of college is, that's. Okay. I can't even remember what I was talking about now. You were in oh, no, Denver okay, trip. So, no, no, okay. Before the Denver trip. Okay. Uh, uh, no, no. Right after the Denver trip. Right after I got home, I went up to become an Aggie. Okay. You're an Aggie. And there was this, Agonite. There was this girl. We lived in this. We lived in these apartment complexes, right? Which was just like a, which to me was kind of a culture shock because it's like it was like a bunch. It was kind of like a nonstop orgy time. Except for me, I was I was Hell ab- yeah. I was above that at that time. Oh yeah. You know, I I was like. That sounds like college. Oh my goodness! Are that you sounds come, like are, you want to defile yourself to. like that. Anyway, okay. So, so I'm up there, okay, and so and I'm talking to some girl, okay, and she's like, "Man, you know, I just got this brand new album. It's mm-hmm. called the Dave Matthews Band." I'm like, "Oh, I haven't heard of the Dave Matthews Band. Let's check him out." And all of a sudden, all of a sudden, I say, "What would you say, the mail or whatever that was?" What would you say? That was the last time I ever hung out with her because I really learned, I learned her my musical lesson. her musical. Uh, I'll tell you why I learned my lesson because one time in high school, there was a country girl chick that I dated for a long time, and I put up with her music, and I realized at that time chicks who are totally into music. If they're into a shitty music, they're not worth hanging out with. Dude. Because you don't want to deal with that. Don't now tell, listen, I'm not going to stop you right now. Don't tell me what? that you don't like Toby Keith, because you know you do. Well, I may or may not. I don't American know. American flag is on the line. Prayer, prayer for uh, peace. Uh, I don't know, I don't yeah, know much about Toby dude, Keith, yeah. to be honest with you. But this was in the John Michael Montgomery and... Uh, uh, in uh, oh, what's that guy's name? Seven come eleven. Blah, 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 blah. George Strait times. Oh, yeah. And I don't. I All hate. Right. I kind of hate country music. I'm sorry. I kind of like hate it. the old like drunken, you know, well, bastard. Well, it, Merle it, I'm not saying it's. I'm not saying Jones. that stuff's no good. But I never got into it. Yeah. But Dave Matthews, that chick, that was the last time we ever hung out. Yeah. Dave Matthews. Was she hot though? I mean, could you have taken it to? I'll the tell limits? you what. If she was hotter, I could have put up with more shit. Yeah. But she was she, she, she was, was okay. she was she was cute, but she wasn't hot enough to put up with Dave and Mother F and Matthews. Not I'm not sorry. for a full album. <sighs> what would you even do with a woman that like said, "Have you heard an album by Pink Floyd called Dark Side of the Moon?" I'd be like, "Cuz I'd like to uh bone you right now to that." Uh, I know, would be like, "I am all in." You know what? What's that song called? I can't remember where that lady's like, I would like to put my hands in the air and be thrusting and just be thrusting at that and watching the, I shouldn't even say, but I would just be loving that stuff and it would be like, oh, that would be the ultimate right there. That's hot. I like the way you do that. I'm just (laughs) the arms in the air and the fucking people. I had my I had my arms in the air and I was pelvic thrusting. I'm sorry, I did it. Yeah, but that'll but that kind of music will do that to you. Well, especially with that uh, with that lady with the voice and. Do you know they just brought uh, and they just brought her in? She was in the studio next door. Oh, really? And they said, "Would you just freak out and go crazy?" And I can't remember her name. Well, I'll tell you what. She did a fantastic. You know what? It's so funny oh, because this so week, good. this week, I actually listened to The Wall a bunch, and I listened to Dark Side of the Moon a bunch, and I also listened, I, I listened to Wish You Were Here a couple times. 
Yeah. That is a band that, you, that anybody can listen to, any generation, at any time. That's why they stayed on the like Billboard charts for like seven years or 18 years or something. Uh, all, all I'm saying is, is that I had momentary lapse of reason. That was, that was even that's a good album. <laughs> yeah, it's good stuff, dude. And hey, let's get it? our beatbox out right One now. slip. That, you know that's even really yeah. good, dude. Oh yeah, you can't so go good. wrong with some Pink Floyd. Even have you ever have you ever heard the Division Bell, which came out in like ninety? Saw I saw Pink Floyd in the high the Mile High Stadium. Oh, up in Division Denver. Bell tour. No way. They opened with the Division Bell, and then they did oh, Dark Side of the Moon and the Wall. No way. Yeah, all the way. It through? was absolutely <sighs> amazing, and I was stoned dude. out of my mind. <laughs> I said that concert. I said. No holds barred, bro. <laughs> I smoked the weed, the shroom, the drink. I really? took it in, and it was the greatest experience of my life. Oh, good. That was exactly when O.J. Simpson was on the freeway. Dude, that's when, I, the that's when I was Simpson on my um, that's when I was on my trip to Denver. We yeah. were in the same state at the same time. Now we are too, so it, I guess it's not that great. Exactly. When we got into our hotel room, turn on the TV, change the channel, change the channel. O.J. White? was on the freeway. No way. Yeah. How about that, dude? Uh, wow. Yeah, that went that that kind of took huh? a little detour. <laughs> Alan called in. Hey, Mont Shine. Hey, this is Alan. Oh, fifteen seconds. He's right. He's right. But he is too late. I still think he's a great dude. Oh, I'm not gonna. Lie. I still think he's a great dude, but he was wrong. He's the best. Of he dudes. called. He called in again. Mike Shane, what's up? Uh, oh. No, I called in earlier. Got a little buzz going. Seconds. The death scene is from Inbred. Yes. Uh, as far as what CDs or whatever would I throw at zombies? I'm getting rid of all that crap. I had, like, used records. Play along, bro. But um, I got guns and bullets and machetes and stuff. I thought he was going to say guns and roses, and I was going to be like, good bite there. your I tongue. I have to throw CDs or DVDs or whatever, you know. Yeah, he's got real weapons. I don't know. There's a couple of guns and roses albums I'd the, Only the Chinese show, democracy. That'll yeah. actually stop him. Yes, you would. So, yeah, I'd I throw got. illusions. Are you shitting me? Yeah, why not? I never liked don't it. Don't you cry uh, tonight. Are you that. serious? I'll take the first. Uh, well, the first Appetite for Destruction That's obviously is like the. Yeah, both the illusions. I could, are I you could do or do without. Yeah, Yesterday. Zombie. So take things. this to the head. Are you serious? Yeah. Wow. I love those. In fact, that's when I was like, I think it's sophomore. November rain. The gold November rain. Yeah. Dude, that oh, was epic. To me, dude, that gave me chills of amazing. When Slash got on that mother effing coffin to do, give me some brownstone. There's no doubt. That's my favorite Guns N' Roses album. But you you can't deny Slash on a coffin in the rain doing a solo. The video was fantastic. Sure. Dude, dude. No. Both after, the Illusion albums, I throw saw, them. Okay, stop. I throw them right now. I right, throw them at no the zombie. There's no for taste, I guess. There's no accounting for taste. And there was like four records in there, so I could do like the, the, <laughs> the finger pinch with the Chinese stars and, th- and kill four zombies at a time. Uh, <laughs> oh, you're totally wrong on that, but uh, you're still okay. Uh, Tony Zoni called back in. Oh, my hero. Hey, everybody. First time caller. Long time listener. He's lying. Oh. This is Mike's ball bag. My name is Teacup Nutsack. Now, I know some of you guys may think Teacup is a funny name, 
Well, let me tell you, I didn't pick it. You just got to play the hand you're dealt. Anyway, moving on. If I had to throw out some of my CDs at some zombies, hmm, I guess I'd use... I got some old Wham. I do. Boy George. First of all, oh. my ball bag would never throw Wham or Boy George. Well, or Kenny Loggins. If he's about to say Kenny Loggins, no way. Wham, throw it out. But I'm saying, wake me up before culture. You, last Christmas, Culture Club. Freedom. I'm I'm saying, hold the Culture Club. Throw the fucking Freedom. Wham. Throw it. Oh my gosh. You, oh yeah, Freedom. Oh, I throw love that. That's Wham. I love Wham. Oh, I don't love it. Wham. I like those three songs. G. Oh, oh, Kenny G. Yeah, I'd throw Kenny That's probably about it. Most of the other stuff I like too much. <laughs> it's like... nice to get to watch a lot of those horror movies. I like and Shane talk about watching horror movies all the time. You know what I get to see when I'm out? Hardcore gay porn. <laughs> I'm talking about stuff you can't even imagine. Five, six dicks in one ass. Whoa! All sorts of stuff. Those kind of images, they get in your head and they don't go away. Hey, go. look who just walked in. It's Shane's ball bag. Hey, you want to get in on this too? Yeah. Well, come on over. Hey, tell all the good people out here what your name is. What Shane name you? Well, he named me Peaches. Yeah, Peaches and Peacock. Ain't that a bitch? What's that Shane's got in his hand? He's got some baby oil. Come on, brother. Looks like you and me are going to be doing some wrestling tonight, huh? Yeah, unfortunately. I'm not really a big fan of that. You know what I'm a big fan of? Titties and vagina. But I haven't seen any of that in about ten years. Yeah, me either. Alright, well, I think we're getting a little off track, so oh, I'll talk to you God. next time. Later, whores. Yeah. Yeah. Dude, tears oh, in my eyes. Oh, my gosh. Oh, I'm, I'm, my forehead is sweating. Because that was so funny. Tears in my eyes. <sighs> you know what? That is the first time that a ball sack has called in, even though it's ours and, you know, and, and whatever, like you know, it's like, I like that. It'd be nice if somebody else's ball sack's called in, but I mean, you take what you can get, you know. <laughs> that is great. Oh my gosh. That was awesome. Uh, Anthony called in a couple times. Here he is. Anthony. Mike and Shane. Uh, Anthony here. Calling in, uh, Couple uh, quick things. Um, Yo. Uh, one, shame. I'm, I'm alive another week. Made it through. Didn't <laughs> just go out from He's still there. alive. There we go. But, uh, you know, I think Mike said you crossed the line last episode. He didn't cross the line, man. So, you know, you got to be able to laugh good. at anything and everything. Bless um, your soul. I just want you to be alive. A guy who's had a, you know, family member and a really close friend commit suicide, but that being said, you still have to be able to joke about those things. Um, it's true. One of my personal heroes, uh, George Carlin. I love him. That they, you know, you can joke about anything. That nothing is off limits. And uh, Absolutely. Said, you know, to prove that point, uh, you know, you, you think rape, there's nothing funny about rape, but he said, um, I'll prove to you that there is something funny about rape, and he said, uh, just picture um, Elmer Fudd raping Porky Pig. <laughs> and uh, so that's that's kind of like that's um, erotic. one of the things that I live That's by basically what our ball sacks look like while they're all. wrestling each yeah. other. Uh, it's, it's, you just have to. And, uh, 
you know, I have a dark sense of humor to begin with, and uh, you guys do as well, and, and that's what? awesome, you know, so you didn't cross any line, and, you know, people are making fun of me in that way, man, it's, it's, uh, it's all good. Uh, number two. Hey, I don't uh, make fun of you. When you were talking I want about, you to be alive. <laughs> um, Peter, Paul, and Mary having a threesome, <laughs> and uh, saying, Peter. you know, squirt on her, squirt on her. Squirt it, Peter. I'm trying, Paul. Utterly hilarious, man. <laughs> I'm uh, Paul. Yeah, that, that, that was awesome. You're not a um, fucking man. <laughs> as far as the episode goes, Tiny uh, Pool, um, I checked it out. It didn't really do much for me. Yeah. It was decent, but, you know, nothing great. Um, Nine Inch Nails, pretty hate machine, I think. Probably like a lot of folks out there. Very formative. Uh, yeah. You know, music for me. I was, I think, 10 when that record came out. You were young, Buck. a babysitter who was like Good God. 14 or 15. That's hot. He's turning yeah. something hot here. On, my he brother is. and I sometimes. Where's uh, the baby oil? Oh, oh, cool music, man. Where's the baby you know, oil? Just like back then. Much like Mike, you know, I was pretty much MTV and yeah. you know, Def Leppard and Poison. Oh, well, sweet. Yeah. All that He's about crap, to get GP. You know, you know, I was listening. Yeah, he got I GP. I had a babysitter like that. Dude. That would show her fucking titties and stuff to me. I. It's like my weenie was like, oh, what the hell? Okay, we're. we're like, oh, you guys. Next just... break, let's talk. Yeah. But he called back in. Okay. Let's go ahead and do that. It was hot, though. Hey, hey uh, Mike and Shane. He got, got GP'd. But, um,. As I was saying, you know, even then I was listening to, you know, Guns N' Roses and Metallica. And, you know, that stuff was... Throw them illusion out. Yes, you did. Crap, hair metal. You know, douche. That I was listening to, but I remember, uh, you know, one night she was playing, you know, this new music. Oh, and, we forgot uh, to talk about... Uh, it was, um, you know, something baby I could never have off of uh, Pretty Hate Me. That's a good tune. I was just like, what in the hell is this? You know, I'd never really heard anything that, and that powerful or like, emotional, you know, in, in music. <laughs> kind of, I want and, uh, to. Don't know, say kind of. From there, went checked out the record. Dumb. And, you know, started getting into, you know, ministry and skinny puppy and that sort of stuff. And yeah. my musical taste. You know what? I think Chris anyway. should make a song called that Jesus and Slaves really, Built My Hot Rod. You know, I'm not a massive Nine Inch Nails fan, but I definitely never gonna appreciate happen. You know, I know. what Trent Reznor's done and... Um, you know, just, just it's a really love affair, ass, mainly Jesus in my hot rod. Um, question of the episode, um, music, you know, something that I would, you know, throw at the zombies or whatever. Um, I gotta say that, you know, up the Metallica stuff, I like to load, I like to reload, but the same anger <laughs> and, um, Throw Saint you know, Anger for sure. I have Saint Anger on my list. I took a picture of Saint Anger. Throw that. Mothman Prophecies, which I have on DVD, one of the few DVDs I own. I need to throw that away. But uh, oh, is that the Richard Gear Mothman? Yeah, yeah. Throw that, man. Oh, congratulations on the uh, distribution thing. Uh, that's awesome, man. That's it, though. Uh, be well. And I uh, will talk to you next week. He is the sweetest angel.
in the, <laughs> the skies. The sweetest angel. That we've got to make sure we've got to call him once a week to make sure he's still around. I just want to know you're doing. It's not that I want to know that he's well. Sure. I just. It's not even that I want him to <laughs> to know that he's alive. Oh. It's that I just want to hear his tone. I just need to hear it to know that everything is like it's like a Tom Petty song. I want to hear him free fall. I want I want to know that he's around. Well, obviously, I want to know that he's listening. I, and I'm just he's sitting here saying there. he's a Dennis Pitta fan. I'm so connect, there you go. I'm connecting with Anthony right now. Okay. Oh, sorry. Let me. I'm just l- saying. Let me. Let me step away. Listen to some Free Fall by Tom Petty. <laughs> free Ball. and know where I'm at with you. You'll GP understand. called in. Well, oh, I don't get it because this is between you and Anthony. Right. Okay. I. Sh- this is not for me. Right. This is between you and him. I shouldn't even barge uh-huh. in on that. Uh-huh. GP yeah. called in. Oh, I'm a GP. That's seen. bread. Gimme, gimme, gimme. Yes, Mike, thank you for that hint. You Mike. got it. Too late. <laughs> that was it. That was all he called in. He was all gimme, black gimme. Black ding-dongs. He called back in, you though. You were talking about the black ding-dongs. <laughs> what, I, up, what? Let's get busy. All right. Uh, what would you use to defend yourself against a zombie apocalypse? I I used to have one. I used to have Queensryche Tribe. Oh my gosh! He, yeah, you brought that up. However, okay. Before he goes on there, Shane you, and I okay. were literally just talking about how. Here's what I have with GP. Okay. I have sabotage. Okay. Yeah, you, you have Queen's right. He, by the way, he's mad at me because I bumped sabotage because it was right after Ice Earth, Hall which, of the Mountain King, which we're doing the next episode. We're doing Ice Earth next episode. And I didn't want to do two power metal bands in a row, so I so I pushed him. So he's upset with me. But dude, we were just talking Queen's Reich, and I'm like, I was on board all the way up. Promised Land, until... you guys love that tribe. Well, and I was even telling him the end of at the end of Promised Land. I listened to the whole thing, and he's got that piano, and then uh-huh. here I am. I've never heard a lick road. of that. Not a note. It's awesome. And there's a couple of stinkers on that. I'm, I'll, I'll admit. But tribe, was yeah, but there's just no stinkers much. on Empire or uh, Operation Minecraft. Well, Not no stinkers. You. No, thank you very. I, you're. T- you think that I don't know that already? I'm a little... Promised offended. Land, there's some stinkers. Promised Land, there's one song that I can think of right now that I don't care for. How many stinkers on Tribe? Uh, Ten stinkers. Well, the problem is, is Tribe, the whole vibe, they tried to change too much. I didn't care for it. But anyway, you know... But, that was probably the band but, uh, as opposed to Jeff Tate. Well, Jeff Tate, I'm not. I don't. I don't know what the problem is. I don't know what happened, but I will tell you one thing: Tribe is when they lost me. And really, Queensrÿche is nothing without Rock and Field and uh, and uh, DeGrasso or whatever no, his no, name. No, no, his De- name was uh, DeGarcy. DeGar. DeGarmo. Yeah, DeGarmo. Yep, DeGarmo. They're nothing. When, without. when did they lose DeGarmo? By the way, I think it was Empire. Right after. No, Empire. he was. Oh, so you're talking about like. Promised Land. Uh, no, Promised Land was still really good, in my opinion. Mm, yeah, they lost. But, but, but they I'll tell you what, interest. they. I, I will admit, though, for Promised Land, they kind of went the way of that. Oh, by the way, you know, like that, that that awesome proggy power metal is out, so let's try something new. Yeah. And Tribe was was kind of in that, but I'll tell you what, Tribe was still. Or, I'm sorry, not Tribe, uh, Promised Land. Promised Land was still super good. Tribe, they lost me. Right. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Queen so Jack. you've got GP right here. He, you're holding this. You're you're cradling yeah. cradling him in your in your bosoms with your well, breasts. I mean, it, it, there's one thing I've learned about GP is he's got. But I cradle him and breastfeed him with sabotage because you know me and him are on that page. Didn't... But when it comes to Queensryche, you guys breastfeed. Well, there was that. there was like a couple months of my life where I listened to nothing 
but Queensryche, <laughs> especially Operation Mindcrime. When I, I'll tell you oh. what though. Uh, let me tell you something. Okay, I'm gonna pull the veil back a bit. Okay, here, oh my here's God, real here Mike. Here comes the veil. Right, the first. Two, what year? Two thousand. Two thousand. Mike. This is two thousand. Mike. Okay. Uh, Slipknot. Angry yeah, Mike. I know. This is this is Angry, angry Mike. Mike mowing the lawn. All right, two thousand. Yeah, you're right. That's exactly yeah. when this was because in two thousand. I married my beautiful wife, Ember. Uh-huh. You know what? Well, by the way, it's so easy. I'm, I, and I, married, I married her in January, so it's really nice because whatever year it is, that I know that's how long I've been married, yeah. so I don't forget and shit like that. So in 2000, yeah, so 13. 13. Yeah, 13 years. We're working on 14. Well, yeah, okay, thanks. But, uh, okay, so here's Mike, and I'm getting in the slipknot, and I'm getting into the, you know, I'm doing the school. And, and, and finally, for the first time in my life, I'm really hunkering down in school. Right. And I'm like, shit. I got real people to take care of, which is yeah. my wife. You know, I got to get serious. I got to quit. You know, of course, the boning's out. The 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 the, the no tail more chasing. Se- no more sexual Mike. Sexual Mike is well, gone. Well, sexual Mike is with him. He's changed, right? Yeah. Well, sexual, sure. He's yeah. he's now monogamous. Right. Okay. Monogamous that's what, that's what we're saying. So I married. I, I've I've got I've got a I, I'm tunnel vision on. I, I've got a. I finally figured out what I want to do in my life. I'm like, right. let's do this thing. Boom! Here's the path. Life is hard because I'm doing. I'm working full time, and I'm going to school full time. Yeah. And you know, it, you know, in between work and at nights, and I'm kicking ass. And you know what? Not only that, but we we rented this house. It right. was my father-in-law's house. Mm-hmm. We rented it, and there was no shower in it. There was only a tub. Oh, wow. so so a here's a young couple. So well, no, no, no. That that sounds great, but this tub was tiny. Oh. So here's Big Mike every morning taking a tub. So a 2000 Mike is pretty big. He's 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 got a big frame like like uh, 2013 Mike. No, no, not, not quite, not, not quite, not quite as, as big as 2013 okay. Mike. But he's got a big. Well, I, dude, I've always had a big frame. Even when I was like 11 percent body fat, I was 250 pounds. Oh. So it's like okay, whatever. You know, I'm a big guy. You know, it's my Viking Could heritage. Could you do everyone just one favor? Sure. I mean, I I hate to cut you off. Sure. Could you post a 2000, uh, two, you know, 11% body fat picture of, of Mike <laughs> on the group? No. Would you please no, do that? No, because it's embarrassing. Because now that I'm so tubby, it's like, now they'll be like, oh my gosh, that's you all they You can't do. even do that. You, I, I you, could. I know you've got pictures. I've got tons. I know you've got like flexoid pictures where you're like, yeah, I am. I am. You're like the macho man yeah, of you're fucking right. BYU. No, I totally have it. I wasn't going to BYU back then. Well, Aggie or where were you going? I was going to the the, the U the back U. then. Yeah, I mean that was. Dude, put a picture up. No, I'm not no, going to put you a don't picture. Want, no, because I don't want to be reason, like, oh my gosh, he let himself go. The only reason you won't is not because you won't let yourself go, because you <laughs> let yourself go. Sure, it's because you might be wearing something that has a U on it. And no, that will never see the light. No, no, no. Of the day. By the way, by the way, did you send me a picture? I'll send you. Maybe, maybe we'll see how it goes. Because I'll put it on the internet. I know I'll you put would. It that, on the group. Okay, so the answer to that now was no. no. But I'll tell you what, I never wore a U. Even when I was going there, I never wore anything with a U on it. What was I talking about? You were oh, talking about okay, the so tiny I, so bathtub. I, so I'm taking a, a, a bath in the tiny bathtub. Yeah. And you know what? You know what was my... I, I'm stressed out. We don't have kids yet, so I'm not like that freaking stressed out. Right. But where I'm married, I've got work, I've got full-time school, and I used to have this little stereo in there. You know, kind of one of those desk... Or like the shelf, oh, yeah. shelf things. I had one there. 
in every single I, I would sit there and I would, I would take a you know a bath in the morning, which is really quick. Wash the balls, yeah. you know, do the the loofah or no loofah, just a um, wash rag. Well, back then it was just a wash, wash rag. rag. Did they yeah. even have loofahs back then? But at night I would come home, uh, you know, and like, and we're talking like at ten o'clock, man. Yeah. Because that was after my day was done. I'm like, oh man, I got to start all this over tomorrow. I'm gonna take thirty minutes and soak in this tub, and I'm gonna listen to me some Queens, right? Yeah. And That's- I. Okay. You know, like I said, Slipknot was for mowing the lawn. Yeah. You know, you know, stuff like it's that. It's to get the anger out. You know, I was a big Opeth fan back then, too. I did a lot of Opeth while I was doing homework because it's just such good, like, sweet, you know, it's just good concentrating music. Right. But when I was in that tub, it was either Operation Mind Crime mm-hmm. or uh, Promised Promise Land, Land or uh, Empire. Empire or... Uh, Rage for Order. I threw in Rage for Order every once so in a while. So it was all Queens Rike in well, the bathtub. Well, until Tribe. But Tribe was already out, and I never did Tribe. I, yeah. ne- I, I listened to that a couple times. I went out and bought the CD, never got into it. So you had you had a four stack of CDs <laughs> by the bathtub. Yeah. Well, it was next th- to the bar. To be so- honest with you, it was a three, it was a three uh, CD changer, and there was Tribe, Empire, or not Tribe, Promised Land, Empire, and Operation Mindcrime. And I'll be honest with you, that was mostly it. That well, that sounds reasonable to it, me. And I, but the thing is, I would never randomize it because their albums were so great. So you'd go. That's a. That's I'd go all the way through thirty minute. That's a. That's no, longer than a thirty I minute. I wouldn't make it all the way through. I wouldn't make it all the way through because you'd make it through like a good seven songs of uh, Operation Mindcrime, and then be like, "I'm pruned, baby." I'll tell you I'm what. There were flop. there were a couple. T- <laughs> I'm just gonna flop out on the floor, honey. Amber, come dry me off. <laughs> Dude, I will be honest with you. There were a couple of times that I probably stayed in too long just to hear those the, oh, the music. You know. Who doesn't stay in the time? I'm just saying. Long. By the way, how did this start? And how, I know. How did I put so much of myself out there? I, you you know? open the veil, baby, and that's what it's about. Oh yeah, I pulled back the curtains. Here, let's finish. GP. As a shitload of Peter Paul and Mary that I won't shed a tear. No losing. She would, but then you know, zombie apocalypse. I could say, hey, honey, it's for a good cause. Uh, Nine Inch Nails, not what? Not a great fan of uh, Nine Inch Nails. Sorry, um, there are only two things that trip. God, I, I want to. Really the first is uh, back in the day, there was a video game, Quake, which was like the supposed to be the next best thing to uh, to uh, Doom, and uh, Trent did the uh, the sound for it, and they even had that like, scared the shit out of me when it, when it first came out. And, uh, Ammo for it was like a crate, and I had the Nine Inch Nails logo on it. I thought that was really cool. Um, the other thing was Trent uh, has a song that uh, Johnny Cash covered and turned into an awesome video. So I, I, I heard heard myself. I love this movie. You guys love this movie. It's great. Yes. It's, it's um, it is. You're right. The, the top cast is is great. The the set's good. The sounds good. Um, it's, uh, Why do I get the feeling you're going to say some kind yeah, of a early... Without being like a, a horror comedy. Um, what else is it? Uh, what, oh, yeah. It took an infected subgenre, or the, the infected uh, part, and they, they gave it a twist that nobody saw coming. Yeah. And, you know, just a little little cherry on top of the, uh, the, the Sunday there, they got Canadians tearing the crap out of each other. It's the perfect movie. So my question is, how in the name of holy hot fuck did you not give this movie a bone saw? I mean, come <laughs> oh, on. Oh, yeah. 
did you forget that you can give it to movies too? I mean, well, it's that's a perfect movie. It, it, it oh, deserves he's... a bone saw. I demand an instant recount. Get on it. I'll, I'll take it to the goddamn Supreme Dude, Court. Dude, counting to, to two right? is too high. Get on it. That's it. Bye. I, oh, my gosh. I knew that he was coming with something because he kept going, you guys are right, you're right, you're right, you're right, you're right, but <laughs> why didn't you give it a bone saw? Well, because Pontypool was very delicious to me. <laughs> but I saved that for, oh, my gods. And this was a, oh, my heavens. Thank you. Oh, so it's where he lives, but not the man himself. Yeah. I get it. I, I really liked it, too. I don't... Outer space, dude. That's where I take my I, bone sauce. Well, I don't... I'm with you, though. I mean, I this really, like... I liked it a lot. I didn't... I, I this, here, Here's, here's kind of how I see a bone saw, too. A bone saw is a movie that I can watch and watch and watch. I don't know if I'm going to watch this for a little while. It was an amazing experience the first time I watched it, which was last week. Mm-hmm. But it's not one that I'm going to sit there and watch over and over and over. I it's will just watch it again. Eventually, and I might but watch not- it uh, maybe in a couple weeks. But it's not something that I... Uh, and I love the hell out of it, but sure. there was something... And hell, I got my own goddamn brain in here. Oh, I don't. I I don't know that I know exactly why I don't want to give it a bone saw, but I don't. I, okay. Yeah, dude. Can I have dude, that? Don't let GP bully you around. Okay. Can I at least have that? Okay. I I want to I want to illustrate something right now. Okay. Right. Here I'm going to start the voice. Okay. We we we've, we've been through a handful of voice. You're going to illustrate through something. eleven. I'm going to illustrate something real quick for okay. you. Okay. Okay. So we've been through what 12, 11 voicemails, and we're about to start number twelve, which is Lauren. Okay. Which is oh, super happy. Lauren. Yeah. Um, but the rest of the voicemails came in today since noon our time. I just want to say I'm okay. a work download. I just wanted to illustrate that, you know what? There's a You lo- do all of it. No, 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 no. I'm just going to say there's a lot of people who like to procrastinate to the last minute. Yes. Okay? Absolutely. I d- not that it's not wonderful. It's amazing. And that's fine. Keep procrastinating. Yeah, but sure. I just want to say, hard. this is how many we okay. got only since, you know, the, the, basically I'm at work concentrating, putting on that face. Yeah. Putting on that face that's not. 2013 Mike is is going, what? <laughs> no, 2013 Mike's like, oh, great. Oh, crap. I've Let me find some time to download that. Because walk of, the stairs because and of, all this shit. Because um, eight floors of stairs today, bro. Mm. Oh, my gosh. That about dropped me. Here's Lauren. Hey, Mike and Shane, it's Lauren. Hey, I'm Lauren. a lot better than Nostan last week. I was kind of embarrassed when I listened to the episode, and I was like, damn, I was sad when I called. But anyway. Yeah, we love um, it. Yeah, I agree with everything you said about Pontypool. Um, it's fucking amazing. Um, I didn't so much, not so much the, the symbolism at the end or whatever, but, um, yeah, I just really loved it. Um, and... Uh, Hey, I was just yeah, throwing that out. The, yeah, the, the string theory, the multiverses. I was just throwing that out. That ain't shit you just throw out. Say, Mike, I throw your record collection and you throw mine kind of thing. Ooh, I mean, I was, yeah. I was thinking of some things, but like everybody in the podcast would hate me. Um, no, just Shane, Shane likes the kind of music that I listen to. Yeah, oh, she's got some treats. One of my favorites, the Tremolos. Bit, but, um, I have no idea who that is. Yeah, I don't want to alienate myself from the... The corpse cast. Um, it's impossible. More than I already have. Um, anyway, so um, 
looking forward to this episode. You been back. traveling up in, or working up in New York, near, uh, New York. closer to GP and Guam Territory. Uh, she actually sent me a, she sent me a picture that, today that yeah. really struck a chord with me. Now I'll leave it at that. I haven't okay. been able to go to any movie things because I've been working a lot, but I did get up to, to meet Patrick from Screen Queens and see him perform, and I got to see yeah, the, he's in place. His boss, it's funny enough, he's in place. No shit. Um, so that was cool. Anyway, um, I will, uh, I'm looking for the episode and, um, in the midst of my travels and, uh, love you guys. Talk to you later. Oh, what? The barking baby seal picture was really hot. <laughs> now she couldn't, she didn't have internet access or oh. something. So oh. I sent her that private. Whoa, I sent her really? that picture private on the private line. On the wow. jet line. Wow, really? Jet cities. <laughs> wow, Jake the Snake called in. Oh, my Jaker. Hello, Mike. And Holding Jake. the snake. Ooh, do you Jake have a snake? snake like a garter or yeah, a boa? First of all, great episode, great music selection. Ooh. I've been on quite a min. Kind I want to. Why do you always sing Kind I Want to? That's the only song I didn't care for. Oh, yeah, they played some men in there. Um, they played the porn song. I don't know. Maybe you've heard of it. Maybe you haven't. It goes, I hurt myself today just to see I still feel. I don't know. Maybe you heard it. Maybe you haven't. I don't know. I don't know what that is. But, uh, okay, question of the, question of the episode. Yes. Disc I DVD or CD I use as a weapon for zombies. Oh, mm-hmm. Lordy! My collection found Dude, a don't you watch your catalog? Humongous, yeah, kind of a, a slightly by 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 watched it years ago and eh, it did not hold Humongous, up. yeah, that's uh, a turd. And uh, I mostly also have a bunch of a uh, movie pack. Yeah, movie summer. Some movies are good, some aren't. And yeah, so some of those do. I paused it. I have to mention one thing. You know what's so funny is I'm thinking about this. He just mentioned uh, he just mentioned movies that he would throw and stuff like that. Right. You know what's so funny is I don't know that I would throw one movie. Not because every movie I own is great, because I'm a piece of shit collector. Mm-hmm. And I like and with movies especially, I need to collect them and I want them, you know, whatever. Right. All mine are music, not and and I think to myself, you know, on my list that I've already put together, but it's like, I've got so many shitty movies that... But let me ask you this. Would that be a different thing than Collector? It, that would be a hoarder. If you have things that you hate and don't want to throw away... Yeah, maybe. I'll, listen, maybe you're a hoarder. But let me tell you something. I have them all nicely collected and sure. organized, okay? That's fine, They're not but in, still, maybe someone said, Mike, we need you to throw this movie away... Would I'd be like, go, why? I, I would need them to yeah, explain yeah, exactly. to me why they would, they would want say, me to remove well, it. And they can, no, no, no. Okay, let's no, no, say they can break some it down. asshole comes up and says, I need you to throw this away. Okay, I'm like, let's say well, they who can do break you it think down. you are? You would go, how dare they you? They couldn't break it down. Exactly. You're a hoarder. They couldn't break I'm not going to disagree with you, but I think it's it's the it's the it's the difference between a I don't like frozen owl in your fridge 
<laughs> and a, a DVD movie. I've got tons if they of DVDs say, that I well, don't, this movies I don't owl like. needs to go live with God in heaven. <laughs> He's already And there. you're going, no, he needs to stay in my fridge. Dude. Because okay, no one can I get, win that battle, I, I right? get your point. You just don't understand No me. one can you don't win understand the battle. Me. I'm going to go ahead and right, unpause him so you'll be quiet. Right. <laughs> so I'm not zombie food. Food. And, uh, oh, shit. Movie I got called The Basement. Oh, how can I forget that? Uh, basically a uh, very, very, very low budget. I mean, like probably $1 budget version of the 70s version of Tales from the Crypt. That bad. Ugh. What? Ugh. I'm, I'm feeling some power behind that. <laughs> oh, he's all out on that. Jake's our snaky. He is our snaky. You know he what? He snakes into our dreams and our hearts, doesn't he? <laughs> Number one in your hearts and in your dreams, Jake yeah. the snake. Dude, next voicemail we got. It's a long one. I have to admit, I I haven't listened to it, but I go, I, I went ahead and I, I you know I figure, oh my gosh, look how long that is. It's eleven minutes long. Eleven minutes. Are you ready to go for this? Are the you middle. ready? Okay. I mean, because you know what, this is from. The Morrissey of Utah. Oh, my God. Mr. Jesus Enslaved. Six-pack himself. The beautiful mind behind Out Out. The beautiful mind behind Out Out. Okay. Let's see what Chris. Here he is. Oh, my God. Hey, Mike and Shane. You That's smooth. motherfuckers. <laughs> I, uh, I recorded something a couple episodes ago to send to you, and I never did. So here happens. it is. Oh, here it is. He probably, said it. You probably won't even remember what the fuck you said that prompted whatever the fuck yeah, I said. That's rare. But here it is. All right. Hey, Mike and Shane, sexy motherfuckers. I like that we oh, got called Mr. that two times in a row. JC Superstar of the Morrissey of the UT. Hi. Fucking <laughs> calling in. Got some uh, commentary on the... I just want to explain myself a little bit okay. on the... Satan thing with ghost. Oh, okay. I'm in absolute agreement, art. I prefer darker art. Darker. Sometimes satanic music art is dark. And art, like uh, I don't know if I can't pronounce the dude's name, but H.R. Geiger. 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 Oh, I don't, I don't know, know how you say it either. The guy who created with the really sick fucking art. I love it. It's fucking great. Like the the imagery. In like the tool videos and tool album covers oh, yeah. is a lot of what drew me to that before that the music even. Wow. And then the Danzig's covers really dark and even oh, Geiger yeah. going to Morrissey. Cool. He's a fucking alien depressed I knew alien. dude who's fucking tortured. You know? Now he's asexual. Absolutely. I like the darker stuff, I think, because music is so powerful and it's a good way for you to bleed out the evil thoughts you have. If I have no evil Slayer, thoughts. Maybe you won't murder somebody. Ooh, that's my opinion. You know, I totally play, agree with Chris here. Play that, play the heavier, darker, more depressing music, and you get that energy out of cathartic. you. Cathartic. It's cathartic, you man. You can be a better person. I don't know if that fucking makes any sense. No, at it all, makes perfect sense. That's the way I feel to about me? it. It's just I'm not gonna go put on the Christian rock radio. Because I can't fucking only take Shane it. does that with Stripe, and I and I could take Ghost much more easily than I could take that if they were serious Satan worshippers. But if who they knows, are, I doubt they are sitting there preaching to me. 
telling me that I need to fucking bow down and worship Satan, and they're literally absolutely believing that. To me, it's an amazing, it it awesome joke, for me which I hope it is. It. Just shut the fuck up. Stop telling me what the fuck to, to believe. So, I paused it. You know what? I paused it on an 11-minute voicemail, but let me tell you why. Oh, God. Because, this is going to take Because, forever, first bro. of all, okay, so I'm watching, I can't even remember what documentary it was, but it was about Slayer, and there's Tom Araya. He's like, you know, that's when he's they just. Christian. They well, say, yeah, they just, oh, they just put out. Fun. Yeah, they just put out uh, the album God Hates Us All, and the dude just said, hey, does God hate us all? He just smiled and said, No. God doesn't hate us all. But, you know, a lot of people had a problem with that. And when I say a lot of people, I mean, like, kind of a, a handful of people who found who I talked to who found out that he's, you know, this Christian dude or whatever. And listen, yeah. but to me, I think that, you know, to, to, to be able to sit there, to me, that kind of made it more endearing to me. Not because he's some Christian guy, but because he is, he is expressing things that, you know, because honestly... Because he he sings about Satan and evil things, but he finds the light at the end of the tunnel. Well, and I, I mean, not to be weird, but I kind of feel like that's how I am. I love ghosts and whatever, but I don't know. But you have I, the light at the end of the tunnel. I don't know if it's a light at the end of the tunnel. All I know is is what works for me, and that's all I know. Right. That you know what, and I can't tell anybody else what works for them exactly. or how they should be. I that is not me. I know what works for me. I'm going to sit there and do what works for me, and you know what, that's it. Exactly. Here's, here's Chris again. There's that, which plays into my Jesus and Slaves t-shirt, and I feel the need to defend I love it because that. it is no. that darker art. It it's hilarious. question. I'm not saying Jesus was running around enslaving people. Ooh, that's a I good movie. I think you know that. That is a good shirt, though. Michael. Love that. I know that. I, know I can't find it. I like to fucking say that, but it's... By the way, by the way, let me let me give you some background That's on pause this. Pause, too. I know, on an 11-minute voice. But let me tell you something. It, it's funny because I think that Chris still thinks I'm okay. You know, I but I'll be honest with you. No, but you, you, you keep saying, does Jesus enslave? No, no, no. Well, and that's what I'm saying. I think Chris thinks I'm an okay dude. Right. But yes. the first time I ever met him, I was like giving him so much shit for his shirt. Yeah. And if I were him and I didn't know me, I right. probably would have thought I was an asshole. That could be. And let me tell you what a good dude Chris is. That he he was like confronted with an asshole, but he's still like, hey, dude, hey, Chris man, is cool. like. He is like kick back as slick back. Yeah. He's like maybe rock your boat, whatever. It sure. don't matter. Yeah, I, I, let me do my thing. And, and I'll be you know? honest with you, the first time I met him and we're doing this, I got a good vibe from Chris. So I'm like, yeah, he's probably okay with this kind of line of joking and stuff like that. So mm-hmm. I was hoping. But you know what? Looking back, it's like, you know, maybe what if this was something totally serious and he was just kind of playing it off? He thinks I'm an uh, asshole. I think, I, don't, I think he thinks I'm all right. Oh, I think he does, you know, too. I'm just I saying. totally think he does, too. Well, I, th- I don't think he takes anything to heart. Well, and I wasn't, I, you, I was just giving him shit, too. I don't think anything anyone could say could rock his ideas. Do you want to know why that is? Ideal Do you want to know why that is? Sitch. Because he is confident in who he is, and that goes to anybody. If you're exactly. an asshole, if somebody comes at you and says whatever, oh, you're wrong at this, if you are if you don't know who you are, you're going to get pissed okay, off. Okay, now, the only thing I would say to that is... Mm-hmm. If you're comfortable enough in your the way you believe, why would there be a confrontation at all? Why would there be anything like if 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 someone believes this way and someone believes that way? Why would there be any kind of uh, the only the only time I can see when to when, go hey no, what no, are no. you doing over there with that? 
You know, that's what I'm saying. That's a good question. I don't know. If everyone's comfortable enough, they can do whatever they want. Here's the only thing I will say, though. Like, let's say people, assholes who I don't know on Facebook or whatever, are dropping bombs on me. It's like, I don't want to hear that shit. Boom. You know, that's it. But that's different than actually conversing with somebody, you know, and say, hey, we're different. But you know what? Well, that's cool, baby. You know, he he's a he's a laid back dude well and he's i i'm glad that he doesn't hate my guts can i just say that it's a much <laughs> broader idea and question he loves has you. more to do with what i was saying just you gotta do some stuff for us the followers of jesus <laughs> yes. throughout time have had a pretty fucking good track record for squashing other people and their beliefs and then replacing it with their dogma and their whoever bullshit. whatever you believe you can't like deny that and you can deny that it's a disease kind of but slave come on the world. I get way, it, dude. It Jeez. Soup kitchen sign. You know the standard cross that says Jesus across the cross part saves down the bottom. I used to drive past it all the time. I think it was by Positively Fourth Street that jam. Oh yeah, yeah, the homeless, homeless shelter. Yeah. I used to drive past it all the time, and my brain would put en slaves going down. Ooh. I just thought it was cool imagery, and would I get it? That's cool. Piss either piss people off or make people think think about it a little bit. So you can get off the fucking he that and would slaves be art trip. Hey, wait, wait a second! I think it's fun. I think it's well. Fun I'm though. saying, wouldn't that be art if you do something that either pisses people off or makes them think? That's art, like Rob Zombie. Sure. Well, absolutely. Well, I'm not. Yeah. Why? Or, or it makes them happy, or it makes them sad, or whatever. Sure. But it makes. Them I was going to say think. art. Art doesn't necessarily need to piss people off, but I think that that uh, that there's art that does and if it, it art but you got to admit like no, let's listen, talk art, about robbie zayzay well, well, let, let's, let's talk about quick, our z-man let me say one thing real quick. that piss some art, people off. art makes you feel okay exactly and good, regardless of what it makes you feel good or it bad makes you feel, or indifferent right so whatever. but how much how many people were vilely fucking angry at, angry at rob zombie well, they're, it's like they're either sad. it's good love, it's bad love, or it's indifferent love. Yeah. It's art. Agreed. One way or another. You're preaching to the choir, man. Though exactly. That's the literal interpretation of it, that's not the not my intent with it necessarily. I was it's just giving the, you shit, Chrissy. In this instance, it's not the Occam's Razor explanation for what that t-shirt is about. You mean Occam's... And that's enough of my defending myself. I'm Occam's uh, my balls in the and, theory and, uh, of, of small imagination. Smack. All right, uh, fuck you guys. Maybe I'll add on to this MP3 later. And he did add on to it. Okay, so oh. I'm adding on to it <laughs> later. And I thought it was going to be in one anyway. 11 minute chunk. Really it is. Long ass fucking message and you well. can't fucking GP this motherfucking shit. <laughs> oh, right, so hi. Beto truck. I got a bone to pick. Oh, oh dear. Harley Poe. Don't sound like fucking Gordon from Violent Femmes. I don't know Harley Poe. I liked what I heard on the cast, but I also fucking love the Violent Femmes. So oh. fuck all you if you don't. Um, Sorry, baby. Well, plus who but, cares? You know, from a singer's remind you of somebody. You sound like you sound, and some people look like other people. It's fucking weird, right? I look like every other no, bald dude with a beard like that's kind of tubby. They can't help it. You look he's like that guy at Best Buy that Zach like put the picture up. He he's bald with a beard and tubby. To him. I like, look like him. Had a similar I thought, feeling I, I when I first heard take. Muse. <laughs> I said, that's mine. And I really fucking like this song, but that motherfucker is trying to sound just like Tom York from Radiohead. Yeah. And and fuck him. Come but then 
what? I listened to a bunch of it. I saw them play live. I saw their videos. And I was like, no, this dude is fucking amazing. And he just happens to sound a lot like Tom York. No. So, so you're wrong, B-Tow Truck. <laughs> oh! People look and sound we alike. could get a fight, a we real a, fight. We got club. a break yeah, dance war going on here. We got so the there point was a question off. of the episode, moments that stick in your mind. This might be fucking lame, but for some reason, when I was a kid and I first saw RoboCop, the scene in the boardroom when they're testing out the new um, cop machines. Oh, hell yeah. And it fucking malfunctions and blows the whole fucking idea, crew away. Screaming. I, I don't know. I mean, I've, I've watched it since and I'm like, what the fuck? But that scene stuck in my head for some reason that and poltergeist like some of you said when yeah. he peels his face off oh and yeah the that's wicked and the, the tree reaching in the <laughs> by window. the way shane doesn't realize that nobody that, can that see him he's actually peeling mind. his face off right now uh, okay so on to nine inch nails I yeah, we still got a little time in inch nails they're one of the best bands that i've seen live they're fucking great i don't love every song he's ever put out i bet he was there he's fucking brilliant songwriter. Do you remember the Nine Inch Nails concert that we were all at? Were you at that one where Marilyn Manson, they said, oh, Marilyn Manson can't play in Utah. I've never been to any. I've only been to one Nine Inch Nails concert, Downward Spiral. Let me, I can't remember. It's been so long. It might have even been the later album than that. That that was the one when the whole Book of Mormon got ripped. Never, never I remember seeing that going. I saw it on the news. Well, sure, you saw it on the news. I mean, it's like Larry H. Miller will not allow Marilyn Manson to play in the yeah in the salt. Well, was it the salt? It was was the salt salt palace. palace. I didn't. Did Larry H. Miller own that? Yeah. Okay, it's been so long. Yeah, but he didn't even. He he actually didn't play. If I remember right, he came out like went like Trent Reznor said, "Hey, come out." By the way, yeah, he says. You gonna let this rule your life? And re- I can't remember what he said or whatever. Yeah. But, oh, okay. I didn't. I didn't see any. Of you that. weren't. At I've that never one? seen. Everyone I know who rocks was at that concert. Uh, well, I wasn't there. Okay. I saw Nine Inch Nails like way later on. Wow. Oh. Like way later at the E Center. That's when. Well, I saw that Nine was Inch that Nails. wasn't that wasn't just it was uh, fragile. By the way, yeah, oh, fragile was like ninety nine. Because, because I mean, that wasn't for Pretty Hate Machine. I swear he had more shit out because, I mean, Pretty Hate Machine was one album. Oh, this no, that was be. Downward Spiral. When you yeah. saw that Is show. Is that right? I can't, yeah. oh, it's been so long. I can't even remember. Because he was already working with Marilyn Manson. And Good point. There's not much you can say bad about him. I think that they I bet absolutely Chris was there, were though. poppy for industrial, especially industrial bands of that area. They were kind of the bridge between scares me puppy and the real synth poppy erasure and pet shop boys type oh, shit. like me some but erasure too. i love pet shop but boys. they were they the definitely and next question of the episode who's better erasure or pet shop boys i oh, say that's pet a shop hard boys. that's tough i say pet no, no, no are you kidding me i like well, some we'll erasure. i do like erasure but pet shop boys destroy him that's that's why bands like Skinny Puppy, Frontline Assembly, they never broke through to the mainstream because they didn't have anything that accessible. And that's you know and I, the, I never really got into those to be that accessible. They're kind of like they're kind of like Cannibal Corpse to Metallica. You know, yeah. they yeah. both got distortion and and some tough guy bullshit. But <laughs> Cannibal Corpse never wanted to be top forty, or they wouldn't. That's be true. Fucking singing about and the way that they do. So, Trent Reznor definitely, you could call him a sellout. Now he just had more 
more musical. He he liked the hook, but he also liked that dark shit. Dude, his videos were he's awesome. I've got something to say about that. Talking about the story to Mike on the uh, Sunday school thing, maybe not similar, but. But I, I had to comment on that because your your Sunday school teacher says had a problem with the lyrics "bow down before the one you serve." You're going to get what you deserve, but isn't that exactly what they were filling you full oh, of in church? Oh, snap! They would have liked that message. Maybe <laughs> if it was coming from some fucking uh, speaker at some fucking big church rally, they'd fucking love it. But <laughs> I guess good point. It's, uh, Wrapped up in rock and roll, it must be evil. Rock and roll's from I the guess. devil. I don't know, but either way, Nine Inch Nails was hugely influential, just in my way of thinking. I, I think I said this on the cast before. Once I shoplifted that cassette tape, Pretty Hate Machine, when I was twelve. Shoplift? I think right when it came out. We're I don't done, know dude. I just saw the album cover, was drawn to it. Fucking was a little fucking punk, so I grabbed it, took it home, and it. It fucking it was so fucking awesome that that lyric, the "Hey God, why are you doing this to me?" That just fucking hit me like a ton of bricks. It raised the hair on my arms and made me go, "Wow, this is this is what they tell me in church that I should feel like when I'm talking to God." But Nine Inch Nails is giving me this, and it totally made me even question the whole structure of. Religion and the existence of or God. Don't was lie, beginning to crack to my sister. Don't in my lie. fucking young. No, dude, it's don't lie. Or <laughs> don't be an asshole right or now. Whatever the fuck in my mind that cracked it open and said, "Hmm, I think what they're saying is bullshit," because I listened to this, and later on, when I I saw Tool at one of the Lollapaloozas, Tool was and got so. Tool is a great uh, band, by first, the way. Second album. Why don't we have Tool on the list? Feel fucking awesome as opposed to when i went into a church it made me feel like shit Aww. and and that was the beginning so nine inch nails has a they need to embrace you more in my heart for fucking opening my mind to not fucking judging other people and other music there was a speaker in my church who said sunday bloody sunday was an evil fucking song because in ireland bloody means simple is a cuss word and he they did, were he's that Sunday's shit. bad and I'm sitting there going you're a fucking moron so thank you Trent Reznor they're fucking awesome by the way Get Down Make Love was a B-side yeah it Back was remember when they had the cassettes with the B-sides Get Down Make Love was a B-side on I think it was um, I think it was either Up Above It or Sin can't remember exactly which one, but I had it. It's, it was out forever, and I fucking love Queen, and I think they did I love Queen, too. I love Queen, too. So, fuck you for saying Down In It sucks. It's one of the best songs on there. I don't really there. care for it. I'm that sorry. was less, and less important. I don't care for well, it. That Queen Go fuck yourselves. Was... All right, thanks. I will, I will do that. This. I just fucking shit a fuck ton of time away on this, so if you don't play this, well, no, we played fuck it. you anyway. We pl- right, well, you guys I'm just glad that he loves us and he tank. wants to have a... Okay, dude. But you, dude, you know, let me, I let me love tell you about Queen. Chris. I don't like nothing. Can, that can I say Queen. one thing? I don't want anyone doing That's covers right. of Queen. Okay, well, Night Snails did it, and you okay. still love it. Let me mention one thing, dude. And I don't. Okay. Every, you know me, right? Yes. I mean, we're different. Me and you are different. We folks. are very different souls in the world, but we. I connect, love you, man. Don't we? I love you. Oh, I just want to say that 
publicly, genuinely, I love in you, my man. living room right now. But I, but I will say, let's pull our ding every, dongs out. No, our no. ball sacks are apparently already had a like a little oh, wing yeah. ding earlier. That's what we do. But let me just say, dude, Chris, I hope that you, I, you know, I was just teasing about the teasing wow, slaves, you, man. Yeah, I'm just giving well, you shit. He does. He's very passionate. He well, he, you know what? And I'm not going to f with that. I'm really yeah. not. His passion is his art. How many times have I told you, you know what, people are different and people, I'm not, I yes. cannot tell anybody that they're wrong because I haven't lived their lives. How many times Can have I, I said just say that? this? Yes, please. People love people so I wish you didn't have to bring in Depeche Mode, but you Chris, thank you so much for, for so calling awesome in that huge, deep. long oh. voicemail. Mr. Jesus and Slaves, you're welcome to do that at any time. Yeah. Uh, you but, know, you know, so funny. But, but I you know will who, say, okay. Jesus and Slaves, please cut it down to six minutes. <laughs> Thank you. You know who we called out? You know how we called out Beto? Guess who called in next? Oh, the Toto. Beto. Was that right? What? Where the hell's he at? He's at some sex parlor. Fuck, hold on. Oh, Oh, he's getting a head jabby. He's he's ordering drive-thru. Can I get... uh, Get two Ling Longs and a Dama Dama Ding Dong, please, to go. <laughs> he is getting drive through. It's Friday. What makes her think I want to do that shit? I don't know. Anyway. Uh, it's hot right there. What was I doing here? Oh, 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 yes, yes, yes. I'm calling the bone phone. The bone phone. Yes, I am calling the bone phone. You got to fight ahead right, of you, uh, buddy. What do I got here? Oh, question of the episode. Yes. Is that what we're doing? That's what we're doing. It's up to uh, you, bro. Music that I would use. Fuck, man. I I actually looked into this because I have thousands of CDs and oh, records I do too. and things like that. Because I'm really into tangible. Well, this should be interesting. <laughs> and the very first CD case I opened up was a whole bunch of bullshit that was just given to me. By that is snails, pretty hate machine. And, uh, he got it from the K-Bear 101 prize closet. And the very first one that struck me was there's a fucking plain white cheese CD in there. I don't even and know who I that is. Hey there, Delilah, what's it like in New York City? I think I'm going to go home and throw oh, that crap. I don't even know who that is. Tonight. You've heard that song. Ah, I promise I have. The thing. Um, and uh, from there, you know, it'll be really tough. I mean, there's all of that just bullshit. Um, I'd probably throw the ex-wife's porn CDs to kill what? zombies, because I think they would do a the man bingo. She's got the big boys. Um, turn, Easy. You know, not even going to get into that. I'll take those. Uh, Michael, have them. <laughs> Don't throw those at zombies. And then all that ICP shit, because I think zombies will buy Amen. that. Amen. I think zombies would really Who has ICP, it, though? Kinda, I've never purchased a CD. Darian owns like, the entire... Catalog. Well, well besides Darian, he has like a juggalo tattoo and shit. Who's going chicken? Uh, fucking we going chicken hunting? Who going chicken? Oh, the only song I've heard is magnets. What do they throw it out? I don't know. I gotta think on that one for a minute. Anyway, I'm gonna get back with the old dispatch fucking thing over here on the dashboard, squeaking at me. And he he playing up to, to the man, this bro. Fucking order and go pick this bullshit up. So he got work to do. Later on, he called later on too. Right now, 
Nick, um, what I said I about Nan H. Nails. Did he not like Harley Poe? He hated there. Harley Poe. Yeah, uh, shit happens. So thanks for covering that one. Um, got a couple of things to say, though. I rape you like an Mike. Animal. Yo. Michael. What? Michael. It's not good Let's when it's Michael. Let's get shit straight here. Oh, dear. Oh. You don't give me shit about what I got stuck to the back of my car. Oh. Oh, his sticker. Oh, I, by the way, I paused. Oh, he's giving you the sticker. Wait, the, wait, did I mention man. that on the show? Yeah, you said that he's got the X96. And the and, and the, the return the returner stickers yeah, right. on okay. his car. Okay, I just wanted to make sure yeah, everybody you're giving knew. him the, yeah, okay. A $9 sticky back letter Y. <laughs> just so you'd feel cool driving your blue SUV well, in Provo. I thought he may have something there, son. It wasn't nine dollars. I know you're gonna say yeah. it wasn't nine dollars. It was totally free at the no, I threw my sock. No, the, no, the they gave it you're to me right. Free. You're right. It wasn't. Was it? It wasn't nine bucks. I think it was only. Are like, you serious? I think it was like four ninety nine. But that's not the point. The point is, is I put that. By the way, let me tell you, people. Why sticker I, I drive, on the back of your car? I drive. I drive a uh, you know blue SUV. Can I even say a BYU blue SUV? Okay, oh, and I did no, put it's a, not really BYU blue. It's not but navy go ahead. Blue, but okay, just, I'm, I I just let me let me live the fantasy. It was. It's what was. It there. definitely ain't red. Okay. No. It definitely red. Okay, but and I bought it. Remember, I bought it from that uh, place that is now that now sells uh, uh, Ute cars uh, only. No, it, it sells. Uh, I think hot you bought tub. it at UteCarsOnly.com. No, you're full of shit. But I didn't just buy it for that. Regardless of the price, I didn't just buy it so I look cool in Provo. It was it was bargain basement price, and I also bought it so that assholes up in Salt Lake Valley they get a see. look at it. Okay. They just like just like inside. when I was going up to the U, every once in a while I'd wear a Y hat. Which poises the question, why don't you live in uh, Utah Valley? Where no, you're I just like, like hugging and squeezing each... Uh, you go to... The, man, they got a Wendy's down there. You got to realize... They I'm got a, a Wendy's down there where you go in there and it is all BYU you everywhere. Gotta, you got to realize... I'm a man without a home. You got to realize that. Because I go down there... And I don't quite fit in with yeah. those guys down here. I come up here and I don't dude, quite fit in with the guys you up just, here. Uh, dude, with that sticker on your car, you pull off the road. They'd honk at you. You're like, what the fuck? You pull off the road. I'm, t- I'm going to punch this guy. He says, I just want to hug you. Let me tell you something. you got the same stickers Come as I do. September, not only am I riding with that Y in the back, I'm riding with Four what is September? Flags. That's when football season starts. Oh, that's okay. Like the BYU, like hey, oh, every hey, football. Hey, oh, oh, let's go. Obviously, Don't even use my Ramones, but something similar to that. Yes. Like, but I, like, but what's but, those uh, pop songs that you're like? Uh, hey, just uh, I put my sandwich in the air sometimes. Yeah, that, that's a big one. There. That's a big yeah. one. But let me tell you something. The reason I put that on is because when I pull into Burt's, oh, yeah. we're doing our video show. Some guys like. Hey, mother effer, what do you got that on there Does for? someone like, really my... do that, though? Dude, I don't know. Are if... you serious? I Someone's don't know if this that, is like... true. I don't know if this is true because it's still fairly new. But since I've done that, there have been like there have been a couple of weird stains on my so car that looking... I don't know where they came from. You're looking for confrontation. Maybe. 
You're going, yeah, I've got the Y. I'm hanging out in Dirty Town, and ah. there's stains on my car. I don't know where they came from, but whoever put it on there is a weak piece of shit because they did it while I wasn't around. Thought that my hands are with the sandwich sometimes. Yeah. I say it. Oh, all right, yeah. there you go, Beto. That's what it's all about, bro. the shit that I got stuck to the back of my car. <laughs> well, let me tell you, I do really need a big corpse collective final for the rear window. Oh shit, Maybe so do I. Build a whole rear window. I do, I need that too. I really think that would that'd be good, my especially he's the videographer. Ooh, for shitty talk is, shows, even though he sucks at it. by assholes. <laughs> We're assholes. There's um, no doubt about it. No, he's wow. God, I feel better joke, already. I love hey, Beto. I, I don't care head. what he says or what he calls us. He's awesome. I was gonna say. It's kind of venomous. He doesn't even need to see it, say it anymore. God, I just feel better. He's fucking ah, dirty. This guy is dirty. He's pretty dirty. Anyway, he's a dirty guys. bird. He's in riding of, dirty. No, not in spite of. I love. It's hot. Because you're assholes. Just, <laughs> if you say it right, I'm an asshole. I'm an asshole. It, it sounds so dignified, doesn't it? Yes. Like, I'm not an asshole. Yes. I'm yes. an asshole. Hey, Joe. Uh, it, yeah, everybody. Like Japanese. Oh, anyway, it's Chinese, yes. Jayon? No, it's Jayon. This motherfucking motherfucker. And uh, hope to see you guys real soon. I don't want to oh, get drunk too, with man. you guys again. What? Step in some shit and track it through Shane. Yeah. <laughs> we should do that at Mike's house. No, Step no. Some shit and track it through Mike's No, house. because especially not this week because my wife's out of town and she ain't going to clean it up oh, for a whole yeah. week and I'm not cleaning that shit up. Oh yeah, not to be a douche. I'll take a I'll take an ass rub on your carpet. No, not not this week. Next week because plush I can say, hey Amber, by the way, it's carpet. your dogs. White plush Liberace carpet. Ooh, I only yeah, wish. Baby, that I only feels wish. so. Good. By the way, no offense, but you're not allowed on my carpet, Beto. I love you, but you're not allowed on my carpet. Um, we got two more voicemails. They're from the same person. Okay, Zoe. Oh, Zoe. Hi again, it's just me. I was just listening Not back to just. it, and I just realised that I've called Nick Cave, Nick Cage. Yes, <laughs> I'm a dork. Don't ever. You are a dork, but we so love you. So embarrassed. So I'm just correcting that. I, I like Nick Cave. Him. I used to like Nick Cage, but now he scares me a bit. But isn't that so why you like I'm him? I'm just correcting that. And the other thing, if you freaked out by the funny noise in the background, that was my dog flapping at ears. Okay, just... Letting you know. You know love what? You guys. Oh, I love later. you. Bye. You know, by the way, I'm starting to think that I played these in the wrong order. Hmm. But because she has another one. And I think that was the follow up to the first one. So everybody keep that can in I mind. Tell you, can I but, tell you a funny story? Sure. Now, well, I'm going to tell you after this next one. Because okay, let's, let's hear play. the dog. Let's play it. Zoe, I'm sorry I got these backwards. But you know what? Gosh dang. You know, by the way, Zoe is yeah. amazing. She's I love her. Sally. I love her. She's Sally Nally. Hi guys, it's Zoe again. Oh. Um, I'm ringing in about so the question of the week so about um, the music that you've got that you would throw at zombies yes. to kill them. And she's um, British, so she knows her shit. Because so is John. Because I didn't really want to look and see how embarrassing all my music collection. Oh, dude, was. just wait till I drop mine. Um, but just a quick glance at it, and I found a Macy Gray CD. <laughs> Oh, and yeah, throw that. R-R-D CD. And a Jamie Cullen one, which the UK listeners, I don't know if the US listeners will know about him, but... Cold water? He's like a little 
guy who plays jazz who looks about 12. Oh. And that was enough. <laughs> I looked at it and I thought, oh, my God, that's all I need to see. But those three, I'm just hoping I could take out the immediate um, threat yeah. and just hide in shame for the rest of the apocalypse. Um, uh, oh, the other thing was as well, is I was going to tell you last time and I completely forgot about it, but the death scene was from Inbred. Oh, I know probably you're people right. have got it by now. Yeah, yeah, people got it. Um but it is I I saw um Mike's review of it when he he'd watched it and, I it is, loved and that listened movie. to it as well, sorry. And it is good fun. It's really weird. It's a bit like I don't know, there's there's a like a funny feeling to it and it goes like into strange places, but it's places you good don't fun expect. and it goes great in it. Yes. And the guy for UK listeners again, um, the guy in you know with the um, chainsaw that I'm not going to spoilers or anything, but he is actually in one of the main soaps Emmerdale over oh. here. Oh, and plays how about that? That's like an England and he's been in type it for of situation. Donkey's years, years, what? years, and years, and apparently I've forgotten what it's Damien somebody Damien. I can't remember what he's called, yeah. but he is, um, he's made a film of his own, which I can't remember either, so hopefully somebody <laughs> will help out with that, maybe Before Dawn, is it Before Dawn or something like that, and he's really into his zombie films and stuff, um, which has made him go up in my estimation, because he's not like somebody who I would have ever expected to do that, so... yeah. I thought that was quite cool. I have no idea who she's talking about. Um, so what I was going to say, though, is I'm not a massive fan. I don't want to make enemies here, but I'm not a huge fan of the sort of music that you guys like on here. I like oh, a lot. Cool. I like some of it. Um, uh, I, I loved Harley Poe. So. I'm pausing it right there. Right. Because let me tell you something. She doesn't like the music that we do a lot of times. Yeah. But she still listens. Well, she likes the movies and the talkies. That makes me feel and that's good. fine. That's Let me fine. tell you something about Zoe. I've I feel a kinship with Zoe. Yeah. And I'm just glad that kind of makes me feel like, you know, maybe she you feels that with me. You know? I'm just saying if I she if she listens and she doesn't him. love the music, no. you know what? Maybe there's something more to, to this old thing. And I'm very I'm I'm jealous of uh Mr uh you know what's his name? I can't remember his name. He even though he's my boyfriend. Must is and, toot. What's yeah. his toot? Yeah. Yeah, okay. Ajante. Okay. My memory is so bad, I'm seriously like a goldfish. <laughs> um I like that. Otter, though. and I love Nick Cage. And I like bits of See, some of the stuff. See, that's what I'm saying, you know, Nick Cave. I like, and I love listening to your reviews. Oh, and we're dumb. You're talking about it. And I love your... Um, I did get them backwards, ...quizzes though. that you do about it as well. It always makes me laugh. But I'm not a massive <laughs> fan of the music, so I thought maybe if I am the first person to get it, you can pass the, the um, prizes over till next week. Oh. Possibly. Oh. But you know I don't what? sound ungrateful, but... Gosh dang, What Zoe? does that mean? Me. Uh, anyway. She don't want the prizes? Um, it doesn't okay. matter. Love that? you both loads. Love the show. We love you Keep loads. Both up and I'll talk I think to you that's soon. a British thing. Bye. Yeah, we played Sharing them backwards. The with everyone. That's British. We, we played them backwards, but I'll tell you what, man. Zoe. She's a sweetie, too. Oh, gosh too, dang too. it. I love Zoe so dang much. Yeah. Gosh dang crazy. She is lovely. She 
There's no doubt about that. La, 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 lovely. All right, dude. So what do you got for your answer to the question of the episode? It is it is hard. By the way, I'm going to stop right now. I just want to say one more time that I love Zoe. Okay, go. It is hard for me to come up with stuff that I want to throw. Sure. Other than That's hard. now, That's now hard. that you know, listening to everyone call in, I'm definitely <laughs> throwing you uh, use your illusions. I'm throwing oh those right gosh. out the window. I don't know what your problem is. Um, but it's like uh, I don't have any CDs anymore. Well, well, we're and pretending okay. everything you have is on CDs. Okay. Le- can I can I say this? Can I, I say stuff? Can yes. I say stuff that I would love to sure. throw at zombies sure. that I never own? That fits. That son of a bitch, <laughs> Uncle Cracker. Oh my god, Find that is a great. And everything is on. Dude, that is the perfect answer to Dude, this question. That is a fucking brain explosion. That was what? Throw... What year was that? What year is that? Two thousand. I don't know, dude, Two... but it is. It was fucking around horrible. the turn of the everything century. Everything Kid Rock ever did. Oh what? Everything ICP has ever done. I haven't heard any of it except for that magnet song. Uh, but dude, I'm serious. My alarm clock is set <laughs> to this like pop station yeah. not even x96 it's a pop Good, station this sucks balls. but this every morning i wake up to follow me and everything who's that that uncle cracker are you shitting and i want to fuck is that is he still popular because didn't he like do like the oh this is this is scratching yeah he yeah. was like a, was a kid rock for kid rock right dude it is mind-numbingly painful i'll bet and then there's another guy that does a tune it's something about, oh, oh God, sing here it, it is. Sing it. Let's do some trivia right now. Oh, it's like a, oh, dude, it's so bad. Sing it. It's like, dun, 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 And he's a, he says, I've had a hard time. I just, but you just haven't met me yet. I have no idea oh, what He's that talking is. about like a girlfriend that he hasn't met yet. And he's this like, is we're crazy. Have hard, this, we're, oh, that too. <laughs> Throw them fucking CDs right <laughs> at the. I have no idea demons. who that is. My, I have no you idea. Just who. haven't met me. This guy <laughs> is like he's like the hottest, like uh, uh, Harry Connick Jr., Frank Sinatra wannabe. Oh, whoa, 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 whoa. is it? Uh, is it uh, Michael Bublé? That's, that's him, dude. That's my wife's favorite dude. I hate that son <laughs> of a bitch, dude. Because he's talking about a girlfriend you just haven't met me yet. We're going to have hard oh times, and we're going to get through shit, and things going to be a struggle. I say throw them fucking, throw them CDs at the dude, zombies. Is that place. really Michael Buble? Because I think it is. By dude. the way, my wife loves Harry Connick, Michael Buble. I love Harry Connick. And a bunch of other shit that I hate. I love Harry Connick. This guy is fucking horrible. You know what, though? Let me tell you something about my wife. J- just to stick up for her a bit. Right. She lists, like, when I'm driving, and, and whenever we're in the car together, I drive. Regardless of which, if it's a minivan or my or my uh, rodeo, uh, here's the thing: I drive, I pick the music, and yeah. she puts up with it. Every once in a while, she'll pick me up from work or whatever, yeah. and she'll be driving, but I still pick the music because I cannot stand that Michael Bublé bullshit. I am telling you that uh, that Uncle Cracker guy. If I saw, him I can't in even person, remember what I would. Said. Dude, those are nuclear CDs <laughs> that you could throw at a zombie's face. It sticks and blows the entire Dude, fucking town. You know up. what the difference is between your answer and my answer? What is right now? Okay, this okay. week I actually went. I'm like, you know what? I 
honestly, I haven't done just like you said. I haven't done MP th- or, or sorry CDs or whatever. I've I've totally gone to buying all my music off of Amazon and right. Spotify and shit like that. But I went. I I have boxes in the basement full of yeah. CDs, full of CDs. Yeah. And I'm not talking like jewel cases and everything. I'm talking about just the CDs. Just, yeah. And just they're packed in and there, piles. and I don't care if they're getting scratched or whatever. Right. I went through one shoebox. Right. And I came up with, and you know, the this is all around what early two thousands and okay. stuff. And all I've right. got a list right here, and oh, I even put a picture. Yes. I even put a picture on on uh, the Facebook group. Okay. You know what I had a lot of? Okay. What? Bush. I had oh, a shit band. ton of bush. You know what? Let me tell you something about glycerine and me on the bar stool. That's like power cords, like four power cords. That's easy. The girls get wet panties from that shit. Sure. And it, they, it, it's not worthy of it. Wait, wait. The what? song or you on the on the bar stool oh, doing no, no, the version? No, 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 no. The Just song. The song. Please, okay. if I'm on a bar okay. stool playing the guitar, people's panties better be mother effing wet. Oh, shit, oh, son. Yes, Holy crap. Oh, my gosh. Uh, Saint Anger was a big one. Yes. Dude. I know that. I have a CD that everybody in the whole world owned at this time. Okay. But they all are uh, ashamed of it now. And I own the same one. Crash Test Dummies. (laughs) (laughs) I own that CD. I pulled it up. There was a kid who. Yeah. I have that. Like I said, that was in the picture. And I only put bands on here. It was the only good song on it. No, the whole album was decent, but now it's embarrassing. Oh, like okay. in the days of the caveman, I never, ne- oh, never listened to anything but that song. Was that, what was it? And T. S. Eliot. They were they were assholes. They were Canadian though. So what are you what are you gonna do? Incubus. Whatever right, well, tomorrow brings, I'll be there. I know, know, I, fun. I know the band, but I, I don't know the tune. Uh, Lincoln Park. Ah, uh, I you what know, I've done. No, no, no. Do do do. Oh, that. Well, sh- uh, shut up! What I'm talking about. No, no I love that song. I like that song too. But, oh. but crawling in my skin. skin. Oh. I I listen to that now in my ball shrink. Oh. Um, there's one in the eels. You remember that one? Oh, I like the eels. No, 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 what, there was there was that one band. There was that one song. It was like, on Shrek and stuff. Uh, hold, hold on, I like yeah, the eels. Sure, that's good. But there was this one of those like. Crawling in my skin, effed up in my head once again. What was that song? Oh, I like that song. What was it? Doom, 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 doom. Uh, yeah, yeah I that, like that song. I like that song too, but every other song really? in that I, album sucks. I never dick. heard the. It sucks. Heard. I bought that album and I tried to listen to it, but it's like, what was that? What was that song? Help me out here, Shane. I, 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 it's right there, but I just can't. In my oh, it's a, uh, it's a, it's a, it's, it's like a, uh, it's like a like a, a medication. It's a oh, you know it's you know what I'm talking about. Like not lithium, but it's a. I like that song. I like it too, but the rest of that album sucks so much. Both we're gonna come back. I'm gonna Google yeah. that shit while we're at break. Yeah, yeah. What was that? It's, it's effing with my head once again. Yeah, it's a, it's a, it's the name. Of I a, love that song. It's a name of a drug. But that album sucks so much ass. Really? And you know, I can, I can download that one song and get rid of the CD. That's yeah. what I'm saying. But there's one thing that really makes me sad. Hmm. Back in the day, there was a band named Belly who had a lead singer named Tanya Donnelly. Mm-hmm. 
who I was so in love with, dude. In high school. She was kind of a redhead, and she's like, there were songs like Slow Dog and Feed the Tree and Hey, Japan, where yeah. you go? Uh, yeah. And I liked it. I liked it back then, but I listened to that shit, and I'm like, I think my penis was listening to this and not my, my brains. Yeah. You know? I'm throwing the belly shit out. But basically, that's it. There, like most of my music that came out was in the '90s because you could put out an album in like the late '90s. I remember that one Geppetto song. song, "Feed the Trees" or whatever. Well, there was a Geppetto. But, there was "Feed the Trees." There was "Slow Dog," and there was. Uh, I just don't. I'm not familiar. And with there any was "Um Together," like it, a bunch of shit. It sucked balls. I'm still interested in, in remembering what that eel song was, but that's my that that's my <sighs> yeah. Name. It's right there on the. T- We'll we'll, we'll yeah. Google it. We'll Google it while we're taking a break. That's a good tune. I love it. I love that tune, too, but the rest of the album sucks so much ass. That was like Eel's big shot, and they put that, out some that was good a, music after. That's the only album that I've had, and the album sucks except for that, that song. Was their, that was their big... That was their MTV one, like in 96 or 97, that was on MTV. Yeah. All the mother effing time. Yeah. Oh, gosh. in my head. Okay, whatever. It is sucked balls. Anyway, so there you go. Um... You ready for the next question for the okay. next episode? Let's go for By it. By the way, do you know what next episode Let's is? Go for it, son. It's sixty nine. Sixty nine, dude. Oh, we're sixty nine. Yeah. So this is for episode sixty nine. Um, okay. So here's the thing. Do you have a good Furburger movie with sixty nine and going on? What are we doing next week? I have no idea. I can't remember what we're oh. doing next week. It's probably good because most of the movies I pick are good. Okay, so sure, believe that. Absolutely. Okay, we're doing. I know we're doing. Uh, okay, I know we're doing uh, horror show by Iced Earth, the the band. Right. But uh, okay, here's the question for next episode. You know how some people like to go to horror conventions. Okay. Yes. Or yeah. they like to watch the YouTube about horror conventions or horror. You know, celebrities they're doing their shit and whatnot. Here's the thing. What person have you heard or have you seen or have you experienced who you love? Right. But in real life is a turd. Oh. Okay, I already know who I'm talking about. Oh, I, I know, know. I know yours. Well, who's mine? Oh, I know yours. Spoil I'm not going to say. Spoil it. Spoil it. You've met and yeah. it is a total fucking yes. turd. Spoil it. It's that fucking Texas chainsaw guy. <sighs> that fucking big turd that you met at the convention that wanted to fucking fight you. <laughs> I love that kept guy. Staring at I you. love that guy, dude. No, I loved him. Really? He, there's one worse. There's one worse than that. But we'll wow. move it on. Um, for instance, I mean, and this doesn't have to be somebody you've met in real life. If you've seen like if you've heard rumors or if you've seen like YouTube videos oh, and yeah. shit. By the way, I I love that. I can't remember that guy's name right now. But Patrick uh, Duncanberg or no, something. It, yeah, it was something like uh, oh my hell. Remember he was eyeballing you all night at the fucking well, like, I was the only other big dude in the was whole right place. There. I, he was big, yeah. and I'm big. I'm a big dude. He was the so we, we made guy. a connection. He yeah. was the remake Texas Chainsaw. Yeah, Master and I'll guy. probably have to Google him to remember his name and shit like that. But let's just put it this way. Um, okay, so that's it. You didn't have to experience this stuff, but what have you? Who have you heard of? Right, whatever. Just spill it. Is okay, the jerky. The I bet Johnny bone. Krug's got a couple. You know what's funny is Johnny Krug just texted me right now yeah about some center for disease control he's got some shit right now johnny yeah. better call in because i'm gonna text him on a break but the bone phone number 385-351-9273 that is 385-351-9273 and right now we're gonna be playing one minute of alice cooper raise your fist and yell i just gotta warn you people 
You might get an erection. You might jizz in your pants. If you're at work, you're going to have to deal with that uh, creamy substance the rest of the day. Well, yeah. Okay. Or just go to the bathroom and clean it up real quick. You can't clean that up. You're going to get wetness and uncomfortability. Well, yeah, you can have that too. Oh, my gosh. You're going to have you ever jizzed in your pants at work and just like dealt with it? I've jizzed in school, high school. Well, shit. Here we go. High school, I had a couple of Here is one. I was like, damn. Here's one minute of Alice Cooper. Raise your fist and yell. And let's go. Ooh. Because I never walk away from what I know is right. But I'm going to turn my back on Let's go. 
just heard one minute of alice cooper raise your fist and yell shane what do you got to say about this uh-huh can i just say something i wish you would and he, i'm just he's, I, he's i'm saying this i'm saying this on mic but i'm saying it off mic oh mike i'm saying this but mike yeah mike, what? Mike, whoa, whoa, whoa. Pool, what's up it, what's mike, up mike, mike, i get mike, it mike. it's hilarious Dude, when you get a hold of the spotify yeah my knees start to shake and I feel like I'm going to get diarrhea. I just played some Kenny Wade Shepherd Blue on Black. And it's amazing, you guys. It's amazing. It's By the way, we horrible. did we did we did learn that the Eels played uh who was it? Uh, Novocaine, Novocaine for, for the, the soul. soul. That was our one good song on that whole album. We're talking Alice Cooper. Why don't we get to it? Hey, By let's, the way, F you cuz Let's Kenny let's Wade break amazing. into this. You know him, you love him. He's Alice Cooper. Now, last time we talked about Alice Cooper, we talked about Along Came the Spider from 2008. Yes. Which did not go so well. It wasn't amazing. It wasn't amazing. Yeah. You know what the problem with that one was, is that he didn't have Kip Winger and... <laughs> and your boy. And my boy. Your boy. Kane, Kane Roberts. Roberts. <laughs> Kane Roberts is all up in this bitch. Yes, he is. He's rocking the guitar. Do you, Let me ask you this. Do yeah. you think that... Alice Cooper has any say whatsoever in the music that's written, or do you think that um, then, like his his handler says? I mean, after he got older, sure. of course he had his fingers sure. in the pie. Of course, but in the later days, do you think no. that he had someone that said, "Hey, let's use this, let's use that," and he goes, "Hey, I've got some great lyrics." Listen, for this, or- I don't have the answer to that, but I will tell you one thing: 
at, throughout his career, you know, early on he had the classic rock. Oh shit, <laughs> shit, Shane, you okay there? Yeah, I'm fine. His uh, his shirt. He's wearing a padded room T-shirt right now. It smells like Bud Light. Yeah. From from now on, but uh, but it's no, no, strange. What was it? I talking about? Oh yeah, yeah. Basically, what what's going on is he went through different phases of his career. And I'm glad you brought this. Do up. Do you think he's the guy? No, no. The music. I do think he's the guy behind the, the music behind because the mask. You, this is the guy that that when James Bond was going on. What was it? Uh, he he had he created a song called "The Man with a Golden Gun." I think mm-hmm. it was, even though it wasn't chosen for it. But he was like, "Shit, I gotta get on some me some James Bond because you know what? People who are on James Bond soundtracks are making the bu- 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 sure." Bank. And so, it's what uh, happened? Tom Jones. Ab- you're absolutely right. Golden Ball. That's Thunderball. 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 Yeah, Not Golden Ball. Ball. Golden Ball's well, my nickname. But what? That's what the ladies say in my room every night. They're like golden balls. Get out of here, golden balls. <laughs> sure. Yeah. But what I'm saying is, is that okay? So, so at this point, we're approaching, you know, 1987. What was before this? I think Constrictor was the album before yeah, this. Yeah. And then right. we had this one, Raise Your Fist and Yell. And the next one we had was Trash. Mm-hmm. And then right after that, we had Hey Stupid. Right. I'm gonna stop you for a minute. Kane Roberts was on, not Hey Stupid, but he was. No, on. he was on. He was he on Trash. I don't think he, he was, was on, on trash. Are you sure? He was on. No, no, no. Kip Winger wasn't on trash though. You're right. You're, okay. Kane okay. Roberts, your hero, your soldier. I love, I love Kane. I, you know what? I've got a little treat for you coming up in a minute. Can I just tell you something sure. that I did this week? What? Going out of my way. Yeah. I went to KaneRoberts.com and there is a message Kane section. Oh, really? And yeah. I sent him a message going, look. This week we are talking about raise your fist and yell. Right. It would be, and it's obvious he didn't call in, but I said, look, <laughs> it would be absolutely fantastic if you called in and told my good buddy, Mike, uh-huh. hey, bro, how you doing? You know, <laughs> I was on the off chance. I left the website. I left the phone number. Sure. I left everything. Sure. I was like, wouldn't that be cool if he didn't? He's too busy making awesome Hollywood movies like Shocker and shit like that. Because he was in Wes Craven Shocker. But but don't. If, but by the way, right don't now, derail. If, if he's in his apartment right now, going, he has a six I'm million making, dollar home. I'm making Shocker <laughs> tomorrow. I'm making Shocker. <laughs> he he That's could, creepy. But, okay, before we get going on into this, here's the thing. This might be a little bit of a spoiler. We've talked to Alice Cooper before. Right. My favorite albums from Alice Cooper, I love the classics, okay? I mean, I love Desperado. I love Only Women Bleed. Yeah. I love I'm 18. I love Schools Out. Mm-hmm. I love all that stuff. The best song he ever put out was The Ballad of Dwight Fright. Mm-hmm. I love all of that stuff. And I love so many more songs that I haven't even mentioned right now. Billion Dollar Babies, blah, 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 blah. Right. I love them all. But you know what my favorite era for Alice Cooper Kane is. Roberts era. I'm not I don't know if it's Kane Roberts necessarily, but it is the hair metal. It is the constrictor. Yeah. It is the I never it's heard the this. Wow. It is the On Hey the Stupid. And the it's the Hey Well, let me tell you why because I mean you got Hey Stupid, you got Trash because it, it was I mean, I'm not saying that he that, that Alice Cooper was like, "Hey, I need to make a buck," but he you have to admit that he did like as musical trends were happening he did. He changed with the times. He kind of changed with the times. In fact, there's even a quote-unquote new metal album by Alice Cooper called Brutal Planet. Yeah. Where he was like, 
you know, where they use the guitar as kind of a percussive instrument. Mm -hmm. He played right along with it. And let me tell you something. Because hair metal's probably my, like, wheelhouse, you know? Yeah, it's, yeah. The, hey, she, stupid, yeah. The, the trash. And, I, and it's weird because I'd never really listened to this album before this week, but this album is one of my favorites. But you can't put Raise Your Fist and Yell in that uh, uh, hair metal. No, 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 no. That is, that no, no, is no, no, metal no. to the bone. No, you, you're right. You can't, but you have to also, I mean, it's not like poison pop metal. But you have to realize... Back Trash in, was poison pop metal. That well, was a true, cater. True, but the thing is, is these guys had... This album was, hi, we're doing a chorus, we're doing a... I mean, sorry, we're doing the verse, we're doing the verse, we're doing the verse. We're about to do a chorus, that means we're about to explode! Yeah. Boom! Yeah. Freedom! You know, yeah. that's, that was this album. That was that whole kind of formula that, that, that these guys had that Kane Roberts ended up... Like taking over, orchestrating for, for, oh, his, oh, saints for, his, oh. for his saints and sinners. For his saints, he took. You the, love saints and sinners. I do, but I'm not talking about that. What I'm saying is, is I know this is blasphemous as shit. Let me let me mention oh, my, my favorite God. Alice Cooper albums. Hey, stupid! probably my favorite Alice Cooper album of all time. All from from start to finish is my favorite Alice Cooper album. Second is 1994, so this is a little bit later, but it is the last temptation. Which is, you're my temptation. You know, all that stuff is great. The thing is, is I cannot believe I didn't get into this album because it had my man Kip Winger. It had my man Kane Roberts. Yeah, you love those guys. And it had Alice Cooper. I am amazed that I've never gotten to this album before. And it's a this rocker. Week. This it's album rocker. rocks. Shane, I turn the time over to you. Go. Raise your fist and yell. Release September 1987. Ten tracks. 36 minutes, 53 seconds long. This is Alice Cooper's 17th studio album. In 1987, it was the 17th. And by the way, not this is maybe coincidental, but it is almost this album is almost exactly the length of my train ride in the morning. Wow. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's coincidence or kismet? Kismet. Yes. I would have been about eighth grade, dude. This album yeah. to me was one that just, oh, it stood out. Lock me up. Alice Cooper, you have been accused of mass mental cruelty. I love it. How do you plead? Guilty. That's Robert England. No way. Yes. Are you serious? This is the slasher craze, and oh, that right there, young son. That's amazing. Is Robert awesome. England on the I fucking vocal. I did not vocal. know that. How about that? <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> That's awesome. You gotta love that. Yep. Uh, a lot of Alice Cooper's albums are more or less concept albums. We could all agree with and that. And this right? one is no uh, exception. Yeah, it's no different. It's about the uh, serial killer that's uh, out on the move, and he's uh, and it's kind of like a, it kind of relies to a constrictor, right? Yeah, absolutely. And he's out, and he's like uh, killing the prostitutes sure. and whatnot. And well, how, does Gale, the, how does Gale? How does Gale? Because he has a song called Gale, and he talks about has her. Grown in his you know what's funny is we've done two Alice rest. Cooper albums. That's Both have been about serial killers. That is creepy to me. That Gale? song, yeah, right I loved there, it. I love it. I wonder how yeah. the bugs remember <laughs> Gale. Yeah, this album has stuck out in my mind forever. <laughs> <laughs> Since I was a young lad. And I was listening to this on a Walkman, on a cassette. Sure. You know, slide it in. You slide gotta slide it in. in. 
said, right to the top. Yeah. We are never going to stop. Never going to. Yeah. Ooh. God, that's in, that's disgusting. The entire album <laughs> is Thunderballs. It sounds like a powerhouse. It does, And dude. it is a good album. This is an album where you've got great songwriting. It sounds good. And the guys behind it know what the hell they're doing. It's even got a young Kip Winger before he ruined his entire career. Oh, my gosh. Did you just say that? If he would have just not ever done She's Only 17 and shit like that, he would have become a badass. Who, Who else played on this? Dude, Rudy Sarzo. Let's talk about a badass that has played with fucking Ozzy. He's okay. played with Quiet Riot. Okay. He's played with everybody. By the way, there what what song was it where it's If the, he would have taken the I'm saying if Kip Winger would have taken the Rudy Sarzo rule, he would still be rocking today. Right now, he's going bald. He's hanging out by the pool. You're talking to a what, totally bald dude. He's hanging out right. by the Wait, he's hanging out by the pool at the apartment complex. At my apartment complex, for that matter. <laughs> oh, shit. And I saw him yesterday, and he's... Uh, is he still hot? He's lame as shit. Oh, man. And he's flabby. Well, who isn't flabby now? From 11% body All fat right, to let's this? just... Let's no, 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 no. I want to stop you right there, okay. because you know what time know. it is You're, right I, now? I, okay, what? <laughs> oh, you got it. You got... Okay. 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 St- Shane... All right, I'm going to take over for a minute. I apologize because I know this is your back, okay? But let me talk about this album a bit. First of all, there were glimpses of, like, I can't even remember what song it was, but what, Shot in the Dark, you know, that Ozzy huh? tune, whatever there was. Like, the whole, like, guitar, whatever. All I'm saying is the guitar on this was amazing. So you're saying Who Kane played? Roberts steals Maybe. from Jake no, Lee. No, 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 no. He homages. Homages. Okay. At the same period of time. Sure. That would have been 1987, sure. so he homages. Jake Ely, that's Jake fine. Ely. Okay. Don't, don't give me okay. some Keep shit going. with that. Roll. All Roll. I'm saying is is we got Kip Winger. We're going to talk more about this album, okay? Okay. I'm going to take a little detour right now. I've got a little special prize for oh, you. Oh, my Okay. Heavens. Later on, Kane Roberts, okay, the guitarist for this, who is amazing, put out. An amazing album. And you know what I did? Plays the machine gun guitar, yes. He does. I put together a little something Nothing something. but the machine gun guitar. He's like, only pussies play a real guitar. I play a machine gun. He's buff as shit, and he has a Rambo shit going okay. on. So Here you've you- got, you got what? Here's Kane Roberts, two minutes. Of, two minutes. Oh, of, well, by the way, the, the, the one minute I just played of Alice Cooper is like seven minutes long. Okay. So this is just two minutes two of minutes. Kane Roberts. Oh, God. And you're gonna sing over it. Oh, I'm the fan of fire. Uh. You me down. Oh, it's even oh, worse than I thought it was. This be. is amazing. The sting over you, my love's so twisted. You keep resisting. I'm twisted. Okay. Does anybody really fall in love oh anymore? My God. Keep with me. Keep with me, Shane. Okay, okay. Good dance, because you're two steps away from love. By the way, I'm pointing at Shane a lot. During- oh, my God. This is horrible. But hot, I've got love. Oh, wait. I cut it off too quick. You can't have it. Oh, my God. You can't take it off. Love. 
Oh, wait, wait, right here, right here. All right. You better be a fighter. Give it all you got. You better be a fighter. He's muscles. Never gonna stop you if you don't say no. Come on. Come on. Angel. This this song starts with the women's orgasm, by the way. So like I always, a mathematical equation right here for stop. I wait, hold that thought. Fuck off! You've got nowhere to run. Oh my god, run. it's so fucking horrible! I oh, can't you're horrible. Me over for you. Ah, I all right, there you go. There you go. That's one minute of Ken. It's the absolute nightmare of my life, right there. No, no you love that. This you and love that. By hearing the way. that, I first of all, I love that album. But I will say one thing: Kane Roberts, unfortunately, ripped off this kind of high. We got a verse going on, and we're gonna blow the chorus up. He took that to an almost formulaic level. All of those bands did, but in that whole glam but, thing, they knew. Oh. But Ballad. let oh, me tell you something. The fifteen-year-old Mike, when he listened to this, he was all in, man. Well, let me tell you, you what. Know, no, 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 you I'm, better, you better I'm, bring up thirty-six-year-old Mike is still all in for that album. You better be able to fucking translate fifteen-year-old Mike because the quiz is going to come in heavy with this <laughs> oh, shit. shit good. So you best be I, able to get involved i cannot wait even and, though that was half a life ago but let's talk about this this uh sorry let's talk about up. the band members real quick okay. kane roberts guitar of course amazing he's a badass dude i mean there's no doubt about he it on this badass. fucking record and you rocking. just heard one minute Kip of winger is amazing on by the way you know what's so funny is he ruined his career no i don't if know he would have said alice cooper baby Alice Cooper, I jammed in Alice Cooper. I gotta disagree with you because you know what? That, that, what was that? I can't remember what the album was called, but the, you know, we had Madeline. Oh my God. Just, I never want to ever hear it. Too tough to take. Never want to hear it. I love that song. I love She's Only 17. By the way, you're the only person right now listening who didn't love She's Only 17. By the way. God damn. I hope to God not. I really hope to God. Which, by the way, is weird. I really hope. Because right now I'm sitting there thinking 17, that's young as shit. I really hope that there's someone out there that goes, dude. Nope. No. Nope. Everybody listening right now is like, she's only 17. That is the greatest song of their lives. Unless they weren't born back then. Like Jake the Snake. Uh, Paul Taylor, keyboards, and Ken K. Mary on drums. Dude, <laughs> this album just rocks. This album is amazing. And, 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 well, maybe this plays into my first question to you was, oh, do you think that Alice Cooper had anything to do with those songs? Who yeah. wrote those songs? Who said, Roses on wine. Well, you got to realize. I mean, as, you, as you're going down, did the list, Alice Cooper write those tunes? Did he write those? Here's songs? the thing: as much as as much did as this Kane sounded Roberts, like, as much as this Winger. album sounded more like a poppy metal version of whatever. And I mean, you even have credits like Prince of Darkness, which is one of my favorite tunes. Cooper Winger, uh, Time to Kill. Cooper Winger Roberts, Gale Cooper. Uh, Roberts, Kip Winger, Roses on White Lace, Cooper Winger, Roberts. I hate to. I mean, I, I, I do, I do not think that there's one moment of any of this where Cooper's not the lead dog, because especially okay, at this point, makes, okay. at this point, Kane Roberts and Kip Winger were both. Were this both is basically, the seventeenth studio album. 
And you, you got so if he is the mastermind going, can I? He's not a Paul McCartney. He can't sit down on the keyboards, the bass, the guitar. The and dude go, hey. who wrote the ballad of Jesse Jane and Desperado is not going to sit back and let two dudes, no. as buff as they are, and I'm not saying they're not letting two dudes write his songs. No, I'm not. You know what? I'm not saying He's, that. By the way, th- by by 1987, Alice Cooper is already a phenom. He is already absolutely a legitimate. Yes, he is. A legitimate American By 1981, icon. he is an icon. By 1970, some odd, he's yeah. an icon. And these guys coming in, that's just fine. They're rockers. They're, they they're, they're powerhouses. They I get but, it. You but, can see their influence. But the only thing that I'm trying to say is, is that I'm just, this is his 17th studio Agreed. album. So I don't know that he masterminds everything from everything. Because bear All in I'm mind, saying is bear dude, in mind, this album happens and then trash which had house of fire and Boom. poison which were moist his best hey, album though, all this awesome roses and white lace and double bass awesome. and everything sure. stop let's go I, I don't know all i'm saying is, is it's like someone no. is saying let's change our let's change the direction with the times maybe you're right and in your in your and there's no doubt about that that Alice Cooper changed with the times but i will tell you one thing Alice Cooper circa 19 what 90 or 91 comes out with hey stupid he comes up with amazing tunes he's what this is like this is like his 20th or his 19th 17th album. Well, this one was, but then you have Trash and then you have Hey Stupid. So this is his 19th right. studio album. And he's, you know, he's still kind of on that level of, of where the style is right now. But he's writing songs like Burn in Our Bed and Might As Well Be on Mars. And have all that you ever song. heard of a little album called Dada by, by Alice, Cooper. Alice Cooper? Sure I have. That is the strangest, weirdest sure. fucking thing. And it's totally out of his wheelhouse, everyone's wheelhouse. Okay. I love that record. Well, it's a- but it is weird. Who? What, do you think that somebody had too much influence on it? No. I think that, well, the legend is, is that he, this is right out of his nut house or you know, <laughs> taking his quote unquote break from drugs and everything. And he was oh. in there. Talking to the weirdos and shit, and sure, this album, sure. but it is fantastic. Absolutely, it is, dude. You know, here's the thing. I, I, here, I'm gonna. There's two things about Alice Cooper that I'm gonna mention right now. About this album? No, no, no. About Alice Cooper okay. in general. First of all, I mean, he he can't really sing, but he he's he can't sing. Well, he can't. He's got that snarl and stuff. He can't. He doesn't have like great voice. But as opposed to Opeth. Yeah, but then you got the bun in the window pane. Yeah, as opposed to Opeth, you're right. I know right. you tried to zing me on that, but you're full of shit because you don't know shit. Sorry about. Well, it's, sorry it's, about dropping. You don't know shit. It's stuff. all about key. You don't. Know, oh my gosh, you, you don't gotta know stay shit. in key. Okay, stop it. No, dude. Oh my. Gosh. I'm just saying. Anyway. By the way, next break, I'm gonna waste you oh. on the whole Opeth. I'm gonna play a song. Oh my god, I'm gonna play please. A song and you're dead. Okay, Dear God, but, please no. I, Here, Alice I, Cooper is an amazing songwriter. Yes. There's that. Here's the artist. But at the same time, there's Alice Cooper who's like, you know what? I want to become a billionaire. 
and I'm going to I'm going to kind of twist my songwriting to what is popular to what is good and I think that is what he has done his whole life. You look at Desperado, you look at the ballad of Jesse Jane. Back then that's kind of, you know maybe that was more pure, but you get into the 80s and stuff like that. We're going through that kind of, not the hair metal necessarily, but kind of the glam rock and I think with anyone that has a career as long as Alice Cooper's yeah, but you even Kiss you can go from well, kissed it a little bit rock. of the disco. You can, yeah, you can go through. I was you, made for when you're ready to ro- you, when you're ready to rock, and I'm an apologist for Kiss with makeup. I know you are. <laughs> I love Dynasty. I think that's a fantastic. By the album. way, but they were traitors. They went. They did what was hip and hot. And I'm saying Alice Cooper did those same roles. Here's the thing. I think that Alice Cooper. Did, was still the mastermind bec- of all this because you have 1960s Alice Cooper who was writing these tunes and maybe he was a little more pure back then. You had 1970s, which, which kind of was more classic rock stuff. You had 1980s, which this album falls into, which is more of that rocket, like hair metal, not necessarily hair yeah, metal. This album right here that we're talking about, Raise Your Fist and Yell, is a metal album. No, no and you're is, right, and you're right, but it's not could, like it's a Slayer, or it's not like it's an Anthrax. This could stand with like some a, double bass and uh, be dude, just I fine. totally agree with and you. And then the next but album this was a Judas like Priest totally, type thing. I'm wearing my leather jacket, and it's like... Well, and then you get my favorite album, which is Hey Stupid, and which is right in that wheelhouse. But then you got to realize, too, he's he, 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 he backed off the hair metal thing a little bit with Last Temptation, and then he moved on to, like... Because he saw brutal, it dying. Yes. And then he saw Brutal Planet, which like is that, in the new metal, which is which he uses guitars as percussion instruments. It's like, like that said. documentary I watched where they were talking to that, that drunker that died from uh Yeah, the, 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 the... What was it? The, the, oh, the Warren, from and he Warren? said, and he said he walked into the, 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 the recording and he the knew his, company, his thing was dead. And he saw Alice in Chains dirt on the wall and he yep. said, I knew my career was, was over. dead. Yep. Absolutely. The th- here, here's the thing. I can, I mean, the, the difference between like a band that like tries to like say, Oh my gosh, Nirvana came out. Let's totally change our thing. And Alice Cooper is, is that this is still, he, Alice Cooper, I don't believe ever left his wheelhouse. I think that he went, I mean, he, he, he rolled with the he times. He rolled with the times, but I think that every, now, every going, album that he came out with, he was still the mastermind. Now I'm going to, uh, give a little kiss on the bicep to oh. your Kane Roberts. Okay. Because he was on the trashy album. He was on trash. Yes. He was the, doing the riffs. Yes. But he pulled off the metal shit on this album. He, he and this was, this is definitely this more is, metal than trash for exactly. sure. And then they turned the table and they said, let's go something with, with something lighter. Right. Poison. Let's, let's put some poison Poison's out or whatever. A great track. Though, it dude. is great. And now, I love House all, of Fire is a great track. And I love all Alice Cooper. But what I'm saying is, Raise Your Fist and Yell and Trash are absolutely night and dark. Ah, man, I, this is a ah, metal okay. fucking album. I kind of put them in the, the same The solos thing. and everything. And this, but what I'm saying is, Kane Roberts, he did that. He went from because, that album. Went, All right. Because he was a company man and yeah. Al Scooper owned the company. Well, but I'm just saying that's to be admired to go. Sure. Can I blast he was some a badass shit? He was a hired gun. Dude, sure. you could put, you could put this raise your fist and yell against a Megadeth album. Put those two records sure. together, especially in or the that era. tour, put that together 
and have those guys tour together. I and agree. you'd go, yep, sure. I'm right there on board. Absolutely. So to make that change, Kane still did it. He went, all right. And because he delivered. He's a hired gun. And he it. delivered mm-hmm. on that sure. album. So, yeah. How are you coming down this baby album? Doll, though, on let, this let's talk sweet about treat. this album specifically. Ah, gosh dang. I am a huge Alice Cooper fan. I mean, it's like, you know what's so funny is he made a movie that was probably only half decent in uh, the remake of Dark Shadows with, with, uh, Johnny Depp. Oh, you yeah, know how yeah. much I love Johnny Depp. He played the ballad of Dwight Fry in that. He made that. Like, I'm like, oh, this is okay. This is okay. Wait, Alice Cooper's in this? Oh, my gosh. I love this. I will watch this over and over and over to see him perform that one song. So so I just want you to go in knowing that that's what's going on. Um, as far as the highlight song, uh, as far as the highlights are goes, there's only one song that I don't necessarily love, but I like. I mean, there was a, step, there was a song called Step On You. Which I'm gonna step on, which you. is a little cheese dick, you know. Yeah. You, you can, but it is still from the time it was awesome. Every other song on this, I freaking loved. Freedom, of course, was amazing. Roses on White Lace was amazing. Gale was amazing. Yeah. There was one song called Chop Chop Chop, which would have been cheese dick, except for the the pre-chorus was like so powerful and then it went jab jab it's like okay yeah. well then you know that's not the payoff i wanted but you know what? that's amazing prince of darkness is amazing not that kind of love because let me tell yeah, you something that's great because there are so many chicks that i would have loved to show love but not that kind of love yeah. too you know what i'm saying um but seriously Maybe when you were a younger man you were like you know i want to show you love you're just like i wish like, i had to put it on my ass and you're like oh I if want to I show you love, to. but not that kind of love. No, I like the ass play. There's nothing wrong with the ass play. Well, I'm just saying at a young age, though, you're just like, no, I it's just still want to new. fucking... You're right. I, get in the, see get the in vagina. The, I like I the vagina. Want... I get it. Yeah. I get it. Ass came later. Okay. Ass came later. Ask That that should be the name of the band, Ass Came Later. Yeah. Okay. That's, All I'm saying yeah. is this album, to me, was amazing. Uh, this is on par with some of my favorite Alice Cooper albums, uh, which may not be your favorite Alice Cooper albums, but this one was so much GD fun to talk about, or sorry, to listen to this whole week and talk about today. I'm sorry, you know how, you know what you gave Nine Inch Nails last week? I give it a bone. I give this a bone saw. I even add the track that I didn't care for as much. On to the, the that the, is ironic for, because I feel like a homeboy for the bone saw because I gotta go. Yeah, I'm sorry, I cannot. I'm giving I up. Believe that I've never given this album a chance before. In fact, I almost roses said, on white lace right uh, there. You just go what with your boy Kane Roberts. Going, yes. bow, bow, you know, bow, bow, here's the thing. Bow, bow, I dare bow, say, bow. if we were to ever do "Hey Stupid" on this podcast, yeah. this album. I'm going to go ahead and say, before this week, Hey Stupid was my favorite Alice Cooper album yeah. until today. I'm going to go ahead and put see. this album above wow. as my favorite Alice Cooper album. That's a this bone. Can, that's I'm just bone. saying that's a bone. And I would give Hey Stupid a bone saw. Yeah. Right now, is, 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 right now, people are snickering going, Hey Stupid. Oh, my gosh. You know, that's so Or silly. maybe they're not. Maybe someone's going, yeah. I, yeah. All I'm saying is, is this album, raise your fist. To, but I have to say one thing, by the way. The cover art for this one, it's like they're sitting there thinking, man, yeah. what should we do? What should we do for the cover art? The album's called Raise Your Fist and Yell. Yeah. You know what we ought to do? We ought to cut, we ought to paint a raised fist 
that's yelling. Yeah. <laughs> you know, which is kind of Alice Cooper face on yeah. it. This album to me gets a bone saw. I loved every second of this, regardless of cheese dick. I'm going to step on you. I yeah. listen to this over and over. It's exactly my train ride. Mother effer bone saw. Yeah. I mean, yeah, it's a bone to me. Too. I loved it. I, I loved, loved it. Uh, Lock Me Up, Prince of Darkness. That was awesome. Took, although I don't really remember, but it was on the soundtrack or it was in the movie oh, for Prince, Prince of, of Darkness. Darkness. I don't remember that. I don't either. All. But Al Cooper. Gail. Gail was hot as shit. Love that. You have to admit, it was hot as shit. Roses on White Lace. Every metal that's, band in town goes, dude, let's do a cover of Roses That's my on favorite White song Lace. on this whole album. And let me tell yeah. you something, Shane. Okay, I don't want. And there's you. literally like 35 different bands on YouTube. Really? you can watch do roses. I don't. On white let lights. me. Let me. Let me tell you something. Okay, so we've been doing this for 68 weeks in a row, except for my one month hiatus. Okay, mm-hmm. there was a little while back where a little man named Shane Diablo. I'm not saying you're a little man. A, a dude named Shane Diablo played a little song called "Roses on White Lace." Yeah. On your shitty speakers. Yeah. And I'm listening little to little computer going, speakers. Holy mother effer. Dun, 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 dun. And you said, who the fuck is that? No, on no, guitar? no. I knew because you told me, so this is Al Scoop Plus. I would have known. Like, who is that seconds. on guitar? Oh, well, of course. Is it the same guy that does I Twisted? didn't know that. I wouldn't know. Because it sounds just like the guy that I, does Twisted. I have to admit, though, I would give Saints and Sinners, as compared to this, a buy. This is a bone saw. That's a buy. Twisted. Is uh, Saints and Sinners. Saints and Sinners. Yes, Saints and Sinners. So everybody go out and buy Saints and Sinners. No. Okay, great. But no, hey, don't do that. Hey, stop it. And buy and buy and buy Winger's albums too. I can't. No, don't do that. Man, I like it. I I like this. Maybe, right, maybe I've got a trivia for you. Oh my gosh, I am ready for this shit. All right, son. All well, right, let's do it. Let me tell you something. We come on. <laughs> this has turned into Kane Roberts night. It. This has. is his night, bro. These are wild nights. Whoa, whoa. I knew it didn't really matter. I knew it didn't matter about Alice Cooper as much as it mattered about no, no, no. Kane Roberts. No, 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 dude. I guess you I had your two minutes. You had the two. Well, of course. We played you six had the two, minutes of Alice Cooper and two minutes of Kane Roberts. But Come on. Can you fill your ball sack pumping with energy? Oh my Just gosh, over Kane Roberts. Oh yeah. Let me say it one more time. I love Kane, Kane Roberts. Roberts. I, dude, you're talking to the problem with the you only could, dude that you know who if, loves. If Kane you Roberts. could just like rub the back of him, and I'm just saying like like stroke your arms down his his triceps. Who Kane Roberts? Yeah. He's a buff mother. You know he is. And he was just going, it's acceptable. You can keep doing this. How far would you go? Would you, would you go to, you know, would you, would you, there re- are few men that I would have sexual intercourse would with. Would you reach around? Shane Roberts is one of those men. Would you reach around and unbuckle his giant buckle that says, well, it's a skull. It's a giant bullets, K. And bullets and shit. It's yeah. A I giant get it. K. You're like, hey, listen, I'm not saying I'm gay, but for that chance, I would be gay. Wow. Tonight is your night, bro, because we're going to fucking bust you wide open on some <laughs> Let's Get Twisted with Kane Roberts yeah! trivia. I like the intro to this. Are you ready for I this? Guess. Let's do it. Pull out your machine gun, boys and girls. Let's sing along with Kane Roberts and some saints and Are sinners. you serious? Wow, okay. All right, let's do it. Oddly enough, only four songs 
are he has written credits for on his solo album. I thought Whoa. that was strange. Well, John Bon Jovi and Richie Sambora helped out. But there's 10 tracks. Sure. Sure. And he's written four. He's got writing credits on well, four. He, you know, he was he was beginning. He's going for it. 40 and 6. Well, that's his second album. 40 and 60 aren't bad though. Right? 40 sure. 60%? Sure. All right. Are you ready to rock this yes, shit? Yes, I am. And I'm this is multiple choice. Okay. You ain't no convent cutie. You never, never do, do your you duty. Do you ain't never going to earn Didn't a halo. halo. No way. You ain't making love on the devil's payroll. Devil's payroll. And in the dark, you come to life. Come to you want to burn up the naked light? You want to burn up in a man up in the naked All right. light. A, we've got... Dance, little sister. B, too far gone. C, I ain't looking for an angel. C, ain't looking for an angel. Turn up. up. <laughs> oh, yes. You got it, baby. Yes. That's uh, it's, uh, it's amazing. It's not that amazing, but let's go. Number two. Hold on. Hold on. You know who's calling right now? Oh, the Krug. Johnny Put him Krug. on speaker. I, okay. Hold on. Hey, Johnny, on hold on one sec. Johnny, oh, how go. you doing, man? What's up, man? My phone died right as you called. Oh. All I'm saying is I called you to tell you how much I love you, and we're recording right now. What do you got to say, bro? What's up, man? Oh, my gosh. Can you, Johnny, can you say titties? What do you say? Can you say titties? Can you say titties? <laughs> say it again. There we go. <laughs> That's the crew crew. Dude, all I'm saying is I'm getting your shit ready for tomorrow. We're recording right now, but both of us wanted to go ahead and tell you how much we love you. We love you. Yeah, I can. We're I not can as badass right as is as you are. Okay, can I just say that we want we think you're very sexy. Well, I, I don't know about all that, but you guys definitely aren't as badass as. <laughs> that's that's the truth. And by the way, I'm one and one on the uh, good old trivia right now. Uh, right, he's doing one yeah. and one. We're doing uh, Saints and Sinners, Kane Roberts trivia, and he's one and one, so that's not a shocker, right? I would have totally lost that one anyway. By the way, did you? Did, was that a pun? Because Kane absolutely, Roberts is in shocker. John, John, let me call you back in a minute. Oh, we'll talk to you later. <laughs> Dude, that's you know, John Krug. By the way, in. you know what's better than Johnny Krug calling in for the show? Nothing. I'm one and one. Let's go. Okay, number two. Daddy's getting mean because he's drinking, and mommy doesn't want to get out of bed. You feel just like you're the living dead because your ship is sinking. Yeah. Is oh. it wild nights? No. B. Is it you want it? You always <laughs> want it. Or C. Twisted. Are you serious? Help me out. Say that again. Daddy's getting mean because he's drinking. And mommy doesn't want to get out of bed. You feel like you, you're like, you feel just like the living dead because your ship is sinking. Is it A, wild nights, B, always want it, or C, or, yeah, C, <laughs> twisted? Oh my God. How do I not know that? I, okay. Daddy's getting mean. He's drinking. And mommy doesn't want to get out of bed. Oh, sure. You feel just like the living dead because your ship is sinking. 
Is it A, Wild Nights, B, You Always Want It, or C, Twisted? I'm going to say B, You Always Want It. (laughs) Turn up the radio! <laughs> yeah, you got that. Sweet, sweet, dude. Let's go. Let's, this is I'm doing so okay. You're two two and two. Home. All right, here we go. Number three. Look at you, looking like the cat's meow. Look at you, looking, looking so like shy. The cat's meow, looking so shy. Slip town. Okay, let me. Do you mind if I finish? Sure. This? Sorry. Okay. Sorry. Looking sorry. at you, look at you, looking like the cat's meow, looking so shy. Walking through the crowd, you're looking for a lover, but you can't let it show. You think you're gonna get over, but you just don't know. Is it A, twisted, B, wild nights, or C, dance little sister? If I just could get you to dance, little sister, dance, cause you're too far away. Turn up! <laughs> the radio. Ugh. I rock on this. I'm three for three. But... Three and three. Here we go. We got two more. Here we go. You got me in a tizzy. You shaking my soul. Stop it. Is I'm tizzy actually a a lyric? It's in... a lyric. Oh my god. You got me in a tizzy. You shaking my soul. I'm feeling drunk and all dizzy. I'm spinning out of control. Take me as your prisoner, baby. Lock up the lock me up and don't let me go. Tie me up in a knot and eat me like a jelly roll. Is it really jelly roll? No, I threw that in. Okay. Let me up. I'm twisted. What are you? Is it A dance little sister? B twisted or C wild nights? B twisted. Turn up the sky knows his cane. Oh, oh, I love it. So I you're four it. and four. Okay, let's do number five. This is this is probably the most greatest night you've you ever <laughs> life. I like I'm gonna walk away from Besides the birth tonight. of your children, it's the greatest night of your oh, life. Oh, I this rivals it. This rivals, rivals. it right here. Rivals that is it. hot. <laughs> that is H A W T hot. Hot all right, number five. So Mike you, is you hot may, 22. You may be able to pull this off and uh, make it a fiver fiver. Okay, pressure's like on. a five dollar foot long. February, any. I'm standing in the rain so no one can see me cry. My tears are shed in vain because nothing can change the wheel of this cold wind inside. Is it A, Rebel Heart? B, too far gone, or C, fighter. I got a rebel heart. I got a love, and it's tearing me apart. Yeah. Burn. Are you serious? What? Say it again. I'll, I'll take the deuce on this. You're book. taking the deuce. What I'm standing it? in the rain, so no one can see me cry. My tears are shed in vain. Does anybody? Because nothing can change Everyone. the wheel of this cold wind inside. What was it? What was it? It's B. Too far gone. Are you serious? It's not Rebel Heart. Uh, by the way, I feel terrible that I miss it, but I still won, so I'm going to give one more song. Turn up the radio. I'm four for five. He feels I feel good like, about his Kane Roberts. I feel like I should have been five out of five, but I'll take four out of five. I was going to use the song Fighter, 
for the Gotta trivia, and I decided not to. But I think, uh, by the way, I think John Bon Jovi and Richard Richie Sambora uh, helped write "Fighter." Yeah, I think they did for that one because no, it wasn't that. It was uh, it was one of those long titles. Like every time you cry, at every night. time you look at me, that's 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 kiss. It, that's that's, not, that's the one that that uh, that's not even Kino the Bon Jovi uh, Richie I would have assumed that like you got to be a fighter is is no. written by them because you know it's like. It was Jimmy one of those. used to work on the docks. Actually, I'm down it was, on my luck, and I'm gonna rule. It was one of the longest titles in the song. Was I don't want to be lonely anymore, baby? Does anybody ever like fall that. in love? Anymore? Yeah, amazing. Sweet. And with Richie Sambora and John Bon Jovi yeah. writing behind it, still no, no go. <sighs> That's amazing. Didn't make the airplay. That's didn't make K Bear One Hundred One. K, that you know what? Whose problem that is? That is K Bear One Hundred One's problem. Yeah. Or every amazing. other radio station in the that country. That is every other radio station in the country's problem because that's yeah. an amazing tune. I'm just saying, Kane Roberts is unbelievable. Well, that was John John Bon Jove and Richie. Bon Jovi. The, 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 the power twin, you know, connect. Power you know? ring twin yeah. shit. I get it, dude. And they still couldn't follow through. They're like, sorry, dude, got nothing. Well, all I'm saying is is that is sad to me, but you know what's not Onward sad to me? Onward and upward. What? That we got a little trailer coming up. Oh, yeah? It's for The Cell from 2000. Why don't we go ahead and play that right now? Okay. Do you believe there's a part of yourself that you don't show anybody when I'm inside? I get to see those things. I feel them. girls who kidnapped, tortured, and murdered. Our killer is a white male, about 30 years old. Carl Rudolph Starter was at the house under surveillance for about 20 minutes. He keeps them in this thing for about 40 hours. And after 40 hours, the lodge starts. And it doesn't stop. There is a girl that is missing. Her name is Julia Hickson. He is the only one that knows where she is. If he was conscious, do you think that he would tell you where she is? Are you sure? I'm sure. You bring in this monster, and you're asking her to go into that mind. She's gone very deep into his world. So she's made contact. She's lost. She thinks this is real. I'm going in to get her.
There you have it, folks. That was the trailer to The Cell from 2000. Um, IMDb gives this a 6.2. It was directed by a guy named Tarsem Singh. Mm. S-I-N-G-H. He's um, an Indian dude, not uh, Indian. He was a... A dot. A dot Indian. Does he know the Amalama Shamalagadigang? You know what? I figure everybody in India knows each other. That's so racist, by the way. But I mean, I mean, like filmmakers, don't well, they? It's probably a smaller pool of dudes to know. Yeah. Now, I mean, who is the uh, who is the uh, the captain of the ship? Is it M M Knight or is it? Uh, I would say Tarshim? The, I would say that M Knight for the first five years of his career was the captain of the hearts. But I mean, who did this first? Who came out of the 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 uh, horse no game? I have no idea because there's so many awesome Bollywood horror movies. Yeah, that are to break awesome. through to the uh, American, no none of them. Uh, none, none of those Bollywood movies really broke through because yeah. here's a here's an example of of why. What was that movie I'm watching? It was about a, a, a an Indian vampire. Oh my gosh, what was oh, that? Yeah, movie? yeah. But basically, yeah, I remember they would have all these scary that. things, and then all of a sudden, a dancing and music yeah. scene on the beach. Yeah. And that just doesn't fly over here, man. But I'm saying out of Tarshim that did this movie. I don't know. At M. Night. Who was the, the I don't reigning know, supreme? But, but here's the thing. Um, uh, tar- let, let us, let's talk about Tarsim for a little bit. Tarsim Singh. He directed The Immortals, which was, uh, you know, that movie, which was a bunch of stylized, hairless buff dudes, no. including the dude who played Superman. I believe he played Superman in uh, Man of Steel, who did, just came out this weekend. Oh, really? Yeah, he was in there. And my, by the way, my wife loves that. And I'm like, what do you love about that movie? Is it all the? Is it all oh, the buff? She dudes? saw it. She's like, no, I don't like the buff dudes. I like dudes who are kind of tubby, like you, Mike. No, I'm but like, bullshit. She saw lady. the movie, or well, she saw. Oh, well, she's seen the cell before, but she's also seen the Immortals. Oh. Oh, In fact, okay. I think that she and I went to the uh, theatrical release of the cell. Which, I think so too. Yeah, I think I was there to watch it in the theaters or whatever. Do you think we were at the same show? No, it's Century. 16. I was down in West Valley. Where were you at? Uh, I was probably at. I was we back when we lived in Mill Creek. We were down at Century Sixteen. Oh, yeah. that's where we did. Okay, well, whatever. Um, Tarsim Singh, who directed this movie. Um, do you remember the R.E.M. Losing My Religion? Oh, he did that video. He did video? that video. He did a bunch of videos. Uh, he has actually uh, a bunch of uh, more credits on IMDb. Um, I would have assumed that he'd have more, um, even though uh, we'll talk about who he was influenced heavily by, um, you know, when it comes to the visuals, because this was a very visual style of a movie. Totally. Um, but we'll talk about this in the movie. Or sorry, in a minute. Um, it was written by a guy named Mark Protosevich, hmm. who wrote a couple of other films that we've seen before. I know you've seen. I Am Legend with uh, Willard Smith. Oh, William. Yeah, yeah. In West Philadelphia, where he was born and raised on the playground, where he spent most of his, his days, days chilling out, maxing, relaxing, all cool, and all shooting some b-ball out of my school. When a couple of guys, they were up to no good, started making trouble in my neighborhood. One little fight, and my mom got mad. She said, you move to Uncle We'll stop. We'll stop. I'm sorry. Dice in the mirror. That was a good show, though. Fresh Prince. Are you tell? I love that show. Okay. Yeah. Yo, homes to Bel Air. Ah, uh, Prince of Bel Air. 
Okay, yeah. so he did that show. You know all the words to that. That's the that's the whitest rap in the world <laughs> that you know every word to. Well, you know I'm what? just saying. No, the I'm, whitest people in the world. I'm, I grew up in Rattacombe. But you also know the dirty let stuff. Me, let me stop. NWA. To, I was going to say, let me stop you right there. You know what but I listen to? NWA. You know what I listen to? I'll give you a beat. I said, lay down, button your bra. They were the biggest titties that a nigga ever saw. I said, damn. Then the air got thinner. Only thought my mind was going up into the suspense. was making me sick. I pulled the panties down and the bitch had a dick. Oh, dude, how hot was that, dude? <laughs> How was that fucking hot fucking beatboxing, that, that, dude? Your, that was solid as shit, By the way, dude. your beatboxing made that. Dude, <laughs> that was solid as fuck. Let's get another one over Whoa, here, dude. high fives. That was fucking bang. That's NWA. No, that was Easy E. Easy E. NWA was like, <laughs> by the way, let me. <laughs> but dude, that was perfect. I'm coming straight out of Compton. I am fucking fat on the fucking beatbox yeah, tonight, dude. By I the... am on fire. Shane, you know what? But the problem is, is you have a rap album right now available on Amazon. On Amazon. On dot com. Uh, <laughs> I had, let me tell you something. You know, so funny. Dude, that was perfect fucking beatbox when you busted that shit. Easy. I said, lay down. Let me tell you something. Today, I was listening to a Spotify. Right That's like freestyle. That, That's, dude, that Eminem, what do you got? How do you come back from that? Eminem, I, I what do you no, got? I don't know shit about Eminem, but I do know about lay down on a button your bra there with the biggest I'm talking about 8 Eminem. Mile, baby. I'm talking about me and you on 8 Mile going what? When I hit that fucking beatbox, you fucking nail those lyrics. That that makes him go. You know, as long don't as don't even get up. As there. long as nobody's ever heard nobody move, nobody get hurt by Easy E. We would rock that shit. Don't ever get up on the stage with those fat fucking boys. They will fucking bust your balls. <laughs> oh my gosh, what are we talking about right now? Uh, Mark Protosevich. Uh, um, do we get off on this because of the Fresh Prince? Are you shitting me? By you the way? started it. I just followed you up, man. I'm, I'm Ed McMahon over here. That was amazing. He also wrote the story for Thor, you know, the the movie Thor. Yeah, okay. Okay, which was pretty good. Um, And he's also going to be writing the screenplay for the remake of Old Boy. Have you watched the original Old Boy? I have not, but I want, that is in my, that is in my. I think it's on uh, Netflix. You got to yeah. see it, dude. You have to see Wait Old Boy. Maybe I have watched that. Is no, that where you he's have, in the room? Is, is that where he's in the room? That hurts my feelings. If you've seen it and you don't know, then you haven't seen Isn't it. Isn't that where he's yeah, in he that is. room? He is. Have he's, you finished he's it? He's hiding out in the room. Yeah, no, I've seen that. No, 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 no. He, oh. gets, he gets taken and he is, is put in the room. He's taken. Yeah, I've seen it. Yeah. Are You've seen the whole thing. Yeah, it's fantastic. I think. You better see it. Fantastic. No, dude. If if you'd seen it, you would know it's fantastic. Where he's cutting so, the fucking lines in the walls and yeah, shit. Going, you, yeah. Oh my uh, gosh. Maybe you've seen. Maybe that. I got to revisit. You have to revisit this. The the movie. The budget for this movie was thirty three million. So let's just say that this movie has a hell of a bigger budget than the films that we usually do on this show. Sure. Um, let's see. The star J Lo is Doctor Catherine. How do you say that? Dean. Uh, -E, is it, wait, is it D-E-A-N? Then e. it's Dean. D-E-A-N-E, yes. Yeah, Dean. Uh, it starred Vincent D'Onofrio. He is silent. Carl 
Rudolph Starger. It starred Vince Vaughn as Special Agent Peter Novak. Jake Weber, who was the dude who was in the remake of Dawn of the Dead. Mm-hmm. And Special Agent Gordon Ramsay. And a bunch of other folks who we're not going to bother with. Okay, right. Because you know what? Those are basically the people who are in this movie. Right. Um, as far as the plot goes, this starts out in a vast, beautiful dreamscape. J-Lo is riding a horse in a red desert wearing a white feathery dress. I don't know about her music career and her acting career for that matter. Right. All I'm saying is for one moment, one sweet, sweet moment in the year 2000. Yeah. In while she was making this movie. <laughs> yes. I'm sorry. Yeah, no, Go. that's great. She was hot as... Yeah. Shit. Now, when you ride over the fucking sand dunes and you meet that little kid and you're in his mind, what do you think that kid wants? Do you think that he wants to sail a I sailboat? I think she wants to bone some Hispanic pussy. It's got to be. All there I'm is saying- no answer to that other than I'm wearing this giant white dress. Right. But we're inside your mind and let's have some. Have some Hispanic Let's have some ass, time. dude. Uh, all I'm saying He's is like sailboat. At this sailing movie, is this mo- as far as this movie is concerned. Oh my gosh, J Lo was hot as holy yes. hell in True this movie. That. And I'm gonna say, listen, I don't know. This is like the only thing I've ever seen her in. I'm not a big J Lo music fan. I don't know about her reality TV. Her her her. What was that? America's Got Talent or what was movie? She's she married to Sean Puffy Combs. Oh, she is? Sean Puffy Combs is probably a pretty lucky man. The Puff Daddy. All I'm, P. Diddy. P. Diddy. Son. Okay. The, the you don't ditter. know what you're talking about. The but all I'm saying is the that one, is one. <laughs> he diddles kids. No, he doesn't. Sean Puffy Combs shit. diddles kids. Well, okay. I can't disagree with you Be only because I don't know. Uh, okay. So here... <laughs> First of all, we didn't need to go there. Okay. Okay. We didn't I'm need sorry. to go there. Back with on that. track. You're Move totally it. pushing me off track there because all I can think is that, but because that's hilarious. Um, it's just crossing the desert. She runs into a little kid sitting on an old log. She starts talking to the kid like she's trying to help him. He's frightened of some boogeyman named Molilock. What was it? Uh, Maki. Maki. Maki Lock. That's what it was. Yeah. I spelled it wrong. Maki Lock. Long story short. Lots of weird shit that doesn't make sense. The kid freaks out and turns into a monster. We find that J-Lo reaches... <laughs> first of all, J-Lo reaches to her hand. She pinches the webbing between her pointer finger and her thumb. Yeah. And she wakes up. It turns out that J-Lo is some kind of a psychologist. The kind that can enter the dream state of people who are in a coma. Right. Okay, that's what we got right now. Edward, the kid from the from this whole scene, the Maki Lock scene, or whatever, he's been in a coma since a traumatic experience in, uh, you know, that happened to him on the beach and whatnot. Whatever. Who gives a shit about Edward? Right. Not me. Right. Okay. Not me. Totally. I'm sorry. He's a kid, and I think he's great. Um, but whatever. Basically, she's been trying to enter his world, talk to him into following her back. You know, to the land of the living, in essence, waking up from this coma. Right. 
Uh, it turns out there's a whole medical institute that specializes in this kind of therapy. Basically, they dress up in what looks like uh, the armor from 1992's Bram Stoker's Dracula. Very good. Okay. I like that. Okay. Yes. No, have you seen that? That's what they dress I've up. I've seen in? it, but yes, it does look exactly You know, exactly the warriors like that. that they have, you know, they're yeah. in the war. They get suspended from a set of cables. They Which, by the way, those yeah. cables that they hang from, yeah. no way. Sure, it there's would. no. Well, there's no. It wouldn't not, hold. It wouldn't hold me or you, but it would hold Edward. And but, it would hold. But what Jay I'm saying Lowe. is, it wouldn't be flat. You know, as a as a uh, chiropractor, a chiropractor watching this movie would say, "There's no way your body and legs and and entire self would be suspended by just those cables." But maybe, maybe. But I'm gonna go ahead now on a limb and say, you don't know what you're talking about. Suspend disbelief. Sus- Fair enough. Okay. You suspend disbelief. I say, you know what? This is possible. Although it would be awesome to be in one of those suits and just sleep for a while. It, it, the sleep in those suits seems so soothing. Yeah. You have to admit Floating that. Floating in air. <laughs> okay. So um, basically, we got these people suspended in a set of cables. They're wired together through city a series of, what do you call that, brain cables or some shit. They have like a handkerchief over their minds. Or sorry, over their minds, over their faces that connects their minds. Right. They got like a, just a little strip of microchippy kind of stuff over the eyes. Like this and you is have to remember, this was 2000, so, so people didn't know shit back in 2000. Right. And I've got more to talk about the special effects in 2000. Yeah, uh, right. But uh, meanwhile, Carl, Carl Starger, who is, uh, uh, what's his name? Vincent D'Onofrio. D'Onofrio. Uh, he's going on a murder spree. This guy is mother effing creepy, man. Uh-huh. He abducts these ladies. He gives them hope. You know, he takes them back to this little place that he's got hooked up. He gives them hope that they're that maybe they're just being held for ransom. All they got to do is their parents got to pay some money, and then they're free. But you know what? That's bullshit because no. Carl Starker gets off on torturing ladies. Okay. He drowns them, and when it's time, he takes their bodies. After they've died, he takes their bodies. He puts them on a mortician's table. He bleaches the mother effing S H I T out of them. Albino Isis. That's is if that were a word, that would be correct. But since yeah. that's a word, now you look kind of copyright. Okay, albino Isis. Okay, well, hopefully you can do that. Until then, you look like a dork. Uh, but he bleaches the shit out of them until they look like dolls. Um, and it's funny because then in a very strange landian move. You ever seen the movie Strange Land? Uh, yeah. Yeah. This is a very strange landian it's move. It's the weirdest I've ever seen D. Snyder in my well, life. Well, D. Snyder's hot as shit. Uh, lady or man. I love D. Snyder. He has a bunch of hooks in his back, right? Right in his skin. And they kind of look like chain links. Yeah. You know? Kind of big links. Um, and he suspends himself above the dead girl by the, by those chain links on the back, on his back. And, you know, and he kind of, I don't know if he jerks off or what he does, but he's like getting some kind of buzz off of it. I don't even know how he hooks himself up to that thing by himself. Exactly. That's, that was what I was thinking too. It's like, it's like, how did you, how'd you get all those shits hooked up and where, but anyways, he suspends over them and gets, gets off somehow. But he's, he's getting off. Oh, sure. Basically, what he does. 22 is, positions in a one night stand. 20, I get off. I let a woman be woman and man be, be a man. man. Okay. I Go. get off. Okay. So, okay. Well, you. 
Well, don't don't tell me they're okay. Well, I'm just saying. When you get start off. Prince, when you start Prince, immediately that means we have to take a detour and talk about. But Prince. I couldn't help myself. All right, go. By the way, Carmen Electra was in those videos. She's hot, but she was hotter before she really actually Amanda? talked. He's hot as shit. I heard he's got the biggest dick I've I ever. bet he does, dude, because he's got to. He's like five foot zero. He's got to have a big dick. Five foot zero and wrote all those great songs. You just got to go, yeah, I've got every fucking thing you need dude, in the world. Dude, Purple Rain. I mean, really? Purple Rain. Dude, that entire album, it's just like, yep, I got the giant cock. I write the great songs. A five, fuck me. I Life was good. <laughs> For a dude that short in that week, because... He's a pretty weak dude. Only motherfucker that can roll a fucking he, pin mustache. Well, and like, you're, he is a weak dude. He's smile got at a, you like Not me. only does he have a long one, he's got a girthy one. Oh, I'm just saying he's off. got a girth. I'm not trying to be hot. I'm just saying a dude that short, the only way he gets hot ladies like Carmen Electra before she got hot. It's all about the girth. Is the girth. That's what I'm saying. <sighs> That's fucking Listen, hot. I've been, a, yeah, I've been accused of having a tuna can dick. Super short, but girthy as fuck. That's fine. Whatever works to get the, uh, get the know, sitch. And I'm okay with that. And I'm thinking, you know, would I rather have a really long and skinny one? No. No. You don't want that. You don't uh, want long and skinny. No. Girthy. You want tunic and fat and short. Where were we? <laughs> <laughs> where were we, by the way? Okay, where am I? Jeez. Where, where do we? How do we get Moving on. Yeah, holy shit. Okay, so we got this girl. <laughs> where am I? Okay, but whatevs. He's... <laughs> It's true though, dude. You don't want one of the want one of the big stringy ones. You want some kind of a weird fucking worm thing. No, you want something that fills the fucking gaps in, in the night. Even you know? though you're not hitting the end, you want to fill it up. <laughs> All right, moving on. Oh, that is awful. All right, God damn it. Okay, so we. Well, ooh, let me breathe in. Anyways, Jenny Lopez was doing that. I walked eight. I walked eight flights of stairs today. Hold yeah, on. I know. Okay, so we got Vince Vaughn and his detective buddy, uh, who's on the case. Okay, when Stargard dumps a body of uh, this 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 lady who he's. <laughs> oh God! All right, you got to get back on on fucking task oh, here. Gosh, I gotta breathe for a minute. I gotta breathe for a minute, dude. Okay, so we got Vince Vaughn and his detective buddy on the case when Starker dumps a body into a shallow stream. <laughs> this is great podcasting, by the no, way. It's, it's awful. All right. All right. Oh breathe. Okay, let's breathe together. <laughs> All right, moving on and stop it. Okay. All right, for, uh, and at this point... For a while, you know, we got Vince Vaughn on the case, and murder was a case that they gave him. You know? But it was a case that they gave him. By the way, that's on my rap. I can tolerate coma. Spotify. I got plans. my mama and my daddy and my homies in my corner. So we, we got Starger who dumped this this, this doll-looking chicken shell stream. And, uh, you know, for a little while, we get some police procedural stuff. Uh, Vince Vaughn and company, uh, which includes Frank from Breaking Bad. Yes. By the way, who was amazing. I yeah. love that dude. I'm, I, I just wish he had a bigger role in this. The minute I saw him, I went, Hank. It's Hank. <laughs> was it, I call him Frank. I'm an a-hole. Hank. He's Hank. You're right. He's Hank. Hank Waterloo. <laughs> All right. 
Uh, he's, they're trying to solve this mystery. We get some drama with J-Lo and what's going on with that. And we, uh, you know, and, and as a highlight, we get J-Lo. You know, she's like, oh my gosh, work is so stressful. Yeah. I gotta go home and smoke a doob. She's smoking the doobs at home. And you know, there's a cool scene where she's watching a movie called Fantastic Fest. Have you ever seen uh, that? I've never seen that. I was wondering what the fuck that was on her TV, but she was like, yeah, she's she's like smoking the, the doob weed. I've seen that before, but I was totally sober, so I'm like, what the holy shit is this? So is that is something then, huh? That is some, that's a real movie. I remember watching that thinking... Why do people like this? This is stupid. They smoke the weed. And, uh, like, yeah. and then I realized later, well, maybe I wasn't in the right, yeah. quote unquote, frame of mind. Yeah. And yeah. It, But the movie itself was pretty wild because it turned into a whole deal. Uh, with her, but anyway, so we got we got you know Stargo just dumped the last victim, and he we we see him looking for a new victim. He takes out one and snatches her in a dark parking garage, which is kind of a cool scene because he puts like a little brick behind her tire, and and you know the dog is trained to pretend he got hit when see it was- that was awesome to me. Uh, Where yeah, the dog is playing the part. And he just laying. He is a side. man's best friend because it's like you know what. Carl Starger, I'm going to help you get a bitch, and I'm going to help thin. you. Too. Yeah, the exactly. man, man, man's inhumanity to man, but the dog he probably treats the dog pretty. Oh, good. Oh yeah, well of course, but that's inhumanity to man. Well, sure, His dog, but men are man, not it, as pure. Dog is a man's best and friend. as great as is a dog. dog because is a man's the, those best guys, friend. they're all pure. They they're innocent, man. Dogs are wonderful. I kind of hate dogs myself because I have seven in my house right now. Okay. But that dog, if I like dogs, if I like dogs, I would say, Hey, let's get some bitches. Yeah. And that's what Carl Stark. That sounds good to me. (laughs) Uh, basically, um, that's what all those guys do at dog parks. You know, they, I go to the they, dog park a they, lot. They work out and they get like, they're like, you know, I'm going to fucking bench press. Yeah. I'm going to get, I'm going to get a nice eight pack. Like Kane Roberts. Gonna get, I'm going to get like a, or a pit bull. I'm going to get a big strong dog and I'm going to walk it through the park and I'm going to jog and I'm shit. Gonna get I'm some gonna bitches. Somebody. And they do. No, they, they do get do. the hot ladies. They do. Which is for sure. There's what no doubt I do, What I do. Let's hear it. Is when they're at work, I come over and I say, hey, you know. He doesn't treat you very good, does no, he? No, he beats you because you know what? He's on He's on the steroids. He's got tiny he loves balls. that dog more than you. Oh, my gosh. And Shane picks up the piece. What has two thumbs and is a dog himself? Shane, yeah. Right here, this guy. <laughs> you just give me a call. I but, just give him my business uh, card. I say, hey. Now that you have call him. Call me. Now that you have him. I say, just call me. By the way, if there's any bitches that call it and say, oh, my gosh, Shane. Got your card, and I want to bone you. I'm gonna forward that shit to you. I'm well, just gonna. I hope so. I, but before I do that, I'm gonna peel a couple off. Okay, that's fine. I, I mean, do, do you mind? Do you mind if I peel off? Uh, you know, thanks they to send, you. They send like photos. No, like, basically, hey, am I worthy enough for uh, your sexuality? That would be great. I all I'm say, saying well, is they're gonna send it to info or what was it? Maybe I'll inquiry, ask you, Mike. Is she good inquiry, enough for my sexuality? At corpsecollective.com, <laughs> and I'm gonna be like. Inquiry is right. I've got an inquiry for you, Michael. Exactly. Ask Shane if I'm sexualityized enough. For they don't know time. where it's coming from. Anyway, let's move on. Um, where am I? Okay, so 
you know, we for, we got a couple of things going on for a little while. Uh, you know, we got um, Stargirl looking for his new victim. Like we said, she he he takes a victim, he puts him in. She he puts her in his little dungeon type of place. Yeah. Uh, basically, puts her in a cell, which is all a glass, and there's a camera on, cameras on it. Uh, and eventually, he'll fill it with water and turns it into a little hot lady aquarium. Yeah. <laughs> you know, yeah. which, which beautiful fishes should swim in. But no, it's just her. No, it's women. <sighs> women begging for their lives women in a are, tank of water. There is no hotter shit than women begging for their lives. Did I just say that? Uh, like Zombie Lake, you talk about that a lot. Like the swimming legs. Underwater fur burgers in Zombie Lake, which yeah. is hotter than anything in this movie. But anyway, so, um, you know... Here's the thing. For a while, like I said, we got some police procedural stuff. We got Vince Vaughn, which makes a break in the case, and he finds Starker's house. You know, they take the SWAT team, and they go in. Uh, the problem is, is later on, uh, we find out that Starker has a weird kind of schizophrenia that's called Wayland's Breach. Yeah, Wayland's. Oh, I thought it was called Wayland's Infraction. You're right. Wayland's Infraction. You're right. Wayland's Infraction. Like, have you ever heard of... Uh, schizophrenia yes this is like triple well not only that but if if you cross the wrong line you're going into a mother evan coma you never come back and you never come back okay and we get this uh, diagnosis from the guy that can move his eyes super fast He's in like tons of movies. And he's like moving his eyes, and he does that in every movie you've ever seen. Well, him in. they're like, okay, you know what? Let's write a movie. We need a dude who can move his eyes really fast. You know, I know a dude. Let's hire this mother effort. Yeah, but I and noticed that that actor right there. He's got some kind of a weird beady thing that he who does knows himself. what it is. But he is in every he's got like every uh, role that calls for super fast eyeball flicking around. Yeah. So you know, there you go. Good for him. Uh, Good be- trait to have. Because of this Wayland's infraction, Starger has uh, has seizures and migraines. The problem is, is before the SWAT team took him in, he had a massive attack and he goes into a coma. One thing leads to another. Starger, ha- you know, you know, in uh, in Starger's in a coma. Okay. Before we move on, I want to say that he's got a heck of a decorator for his home. Yeah. It kind of looks like the Nona room, which is my office. Except for oh, way creepier, like on LSD or crack. Slightly or creepier. Oh, my gosh. Not oh. like way creepier, but probably slightly well, creepier. Well, the problem is, is I'm, I'm about a half an inch from, you know. From being him. Yeah, but, right. but well, you know what? I am placated by the fact that I can look up in my office and look at all these freaky things. I'm like, oh, shit, I feel better now. And you don't have those hooks in your back. Uh, says you. Um, but anyway, you can see kind of where this is going. The cops have to find the girl who's abducted, but they can't talk to Starger to figure out what's going on because he's in a coma. But they're in a hurry because the water uh, that is going to fill up her cell is set up to a timer. Um, so time is of the essence. Um, I wonder who they can talk, who can talk to a dude who's in a coma. You got it. Yeah. J-Lo. Jenny Lopez. Uh, you know, this is kind of where it gets interesting. They they have it all set up. They, you know, we get a trip into Starger's brain. Uh, we end up going three times into his brain actually, and uh, you know, we kind of have different experiences every time. Um, in the different trips, we find out why he became the way he is. We have a crazy religious baptism, you know, where he was held underwater for too long, or or whatever happened right. with that shit. Uh, he had an awful father who beat him and abused him mercilessly. Like, worse. 
he had that chick that was sitting on the couch. She's like, that's not your mom. I would be going, I know it's not my mom. Right. And then look at that. He he spreads her legs and points at her VJ. That's where dirtiness comes from. And that's where you came from, bro. It's like, that's not your mom. It's like, geez, I know, man. She's got so much cheese (laughs) down there. There's nothing wrong with a little cheese, you know, especially off to the side. Cheese tacos down there. That's delicious. And dad in his underpants there. Yeah, no. whitey tidies, by the way. Is it tidy whitey's or whitey tidies? Tidy whitey. But either way, it's awful. Um, you know, and you know, the hard and thing like is a nice uh Chris Christopherson haircut, <laughs> you know. It's like Duh, your mother left. You know, us. so do you say Chris Christopherson, I say Gordon Lightfoot. Sundown, you better take care. Cause I found like yeah. So okay, so we're on the same page. At yeah. least we're on the same page there. Um, but you know, we find out what's he's going, what's what's going on there. Um, the hard thing is that we see a representation of Starger as a little boy, like an innocent little boy, going through all this bullshit. Um, you know, and, and like I said, we go through it three times. Not only do we see that Starger is a little boy, we see who he is now. Um, he's, you know, at one point we see him cleaning his victim, uh, with his dog, you know, we, we, you know, uh, you see the dog is a puppy and then it's yeah. grown up and it's, it, she's inside his world, which is weird because then, you know, what we see him is an all powerful monster. Yeah. You know, and, and the thing is, is, it's during these dream sequences that we get, kind, I mean, what I would call kind of a feast of, of visuals. Oh, yeah. Because, you know, I mean, we have surreal landscapes, we have crazy characters, we have the girls who is killed as, as Starger, you know, as he perceives them. Uh, you know, they're all Marilyn Mansoned out with no nipples on their titties right. and stuff like that. Uh, we get the buff chick, man. Yeah. <laughs> How about that? Scary shit. We have the horse that gets Giant- split. Dude, you there know, is nothing more uh, not sexy than a than the giant chick. muscular lady oh, sure. that goes, you know what? I, I want big titties, too. Because, dude, she had let giant me, boobs and ask. she was totally muscular. You would give and that it's a like, chance, listen, though. Li- no, Shane, stop no, it. No, you here, would give that a chance. No, here's what I want to say about that. Is that if you if you are a woman and you decide that fitness is for you, I respect that. I love that. Okay, that's fine. But not just fitness. But but we're talking about buffness. Yeah, we're uh, we're talking about let's. You would rather have no titties. Let let's be the champion of world weightlifting. Sure, lady weightlifting. Let's be huge. Sure. Do not go. But I'm feminine too. Because you're not. You gave that up. You gave that up. When you went, you know what? My body is turning. To have giant fucking bajongas hanging with down, you. you disagree. I disagree with you. Because have you ever seen those like weightlifting lady things where the bras are there? And, and you know, they're like all, you gave they're up all wrinkly. Femininity. They're all wrinkly. And it's like, you know what? The bras are wrinkly. That means there's no titties under there. You know, if you saw those and you saw the nipples, I'm saying might either well be way. Dude. That's even worse. If you got giant titties. Let me ask you something. And if, you're if muscular, it's on like, I want fours. a tit job. If she's on all fours and you're behind her. and Absolutely she's on, not. And, and totally, you would, totally. And you would prefer, you would prefer like nothing like straight on, like muscly, no, I'm muscly saying, pecs as opposed I'm saying, to like I'm saying boots. if anyone that is muscular like that ever came up to me and said, Man, it is party time with you. I would say wow. absolutely no. Wow. I would turn that shit down. So totally. I could not. But let me ask you. Flat titty or big titty. Here, I here's can't. the question. No, no. Really? No. 
I love If it. you had to make a choice, what would you rather do? Oh, God, that's a nightmare choice. <laughs> I would rather have the big titties, but I would prefer them with nipples, which this lady did not have. Okay. None of the ladies have. It's okay. just, it's, Anyways, you're, you're giving up feminine in it. That's, nenities, that's, oh, sorry, that's just an aside that we shouldn't even be talking about because it has really so little to do with the movie. Uh, like I said, we, you know, not only do we have Stargirl's little kid, we see who he is now, uh, but then we see how he sees himself. And, you know, there's a representation of him that sees himself as some kind of omnipotent monster, an all-powerful, crazy monster. And, you know, during this dream sequences, like I said, we get the greatest visuals, surreal landscapes, crazy characters. You know, we even get a point where a horse gets split by a bunch of glass panes cool. and then and then it kind of, you know it's hard to explain but basically the horse gets split by a bunch of glass panes uh you know and then and then it kind of releases so you know there's kind of a maybe uh, you know a foot between each of the little portions right. and we see all the working innards of a horse yeah. which is wow how about that um and i dare say that like lords of salem some of the visuals there it's hard to describe, and I'm not going to bother because I'll tell you what, go ahead and watch the movie, and you will sure. see it. There's no possible way that I could do it. Um, you know, it's funny because, uh, you know, we see, like I said, we see Emperor, I like to call him Emperor Starger. Um, you know, it, the buff lady who we're talking about knocks out J-Lo. She's in, as she's in one of her, like, trips into Starger's mind. She takes him to the Emperor. Um, you know, it's a very unique and crazy visual. You know, in my opinion, it's super interesting. Scares the shit out of her. We find out that in that webbing between her thumb and her pointer finger, if she, if she, you know, pinches that together, she wakes up. And that's yeah. kind of her, that's kind of her quote-unquote safe word, I guess is what you can call it. Right. But so that, that that's what we got going on. Basically they're going into his dream. They're they're trying to figure out where this abducted girl is. Um you know, because they want to save her, blah 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 blah. Um, you know, it's it's kind of weird. Have you ever seen the movie Dreamscape? I have, I love yeah, it. It's kind of the same thing where it's like, okay, well they go into dreams, you know. Yeah. And it's like, it's funny because I remember in Dreamscape, they're like, if you die in your dreams, you die in real life. Yeah. It's like, well, why the holy hell do you die in real life? Well, this movie kind of adds a an angle to that where it's like, well, okay, so if you go in and you believe that what you're experiencing is real, real, then if your brain is told that you're dead, you know what? Your brain is is kind of like a mind over matter type of thing, and you will actually stop functioning. Yeah. So there's a deal. And we, you know, we get J-Lo going in over and over. We get these awesome visuals. And like I said, I mean, I'm not going to even, I'm not even going to try to explain them because the thing is, is you got to, you got to watch the movie to see what's going on. Um, you know, we have her going in trying to figure out what's going on. Uh, she kind of gets lost in there. We have Vince Vaughn who's like, oh my gosh, uh, J-Lo is lost in there. I'm going to try to go in there myself and yeah. save her. Um, bottom line is, I mean, not too much, not to be too spoilery, but, but, uh, Vince Vaughn goes in, gets a clue that he feels like will break the case. They go out, blah, blah, blah. Right. That's a movie. That's all the plot I want to talk about. Yeah. Um, I don't know, man. I mean, it's like, uh, uh, the dream sequences in this had super excellent visuals. 
They were, in my opinion, they were great set designs, wild costume. It was just weird. Um, they were surreal landscapes, slow motion, and just, you know, kind of all sorts of type of weird camera trick stuff like that. Um, and it's funny because, you know, in the year 2000, what, which was right after, like, you know, the, in, in horror movies in the late 90s, they tried a lot of CG, which was just bullshit. Right. Especially with the lower budget stuff. They're like, oh, you know, we're going to do, we're going to have our monsters. It's going to be CG, you know, which was cool back then. But now you watch a movie from the late 90s. You're like, oh, my gosh, that monster is awful. Yeah. You know, but the, but the difference is, and maybe it's because of this movie had a, a $33 million budget, $33 million budget. It's like they, yeah, I mean, they, they, there was some computer graphics on it, but. There wasn't less, the monster was not a CG incarnation. Right. The monster was Starger in his many incarnations. And, you know, they did, like I said, they did some CG, but they did not rely on that. They relied on mostly camera tricks and they relied on set design and oh, costumes. Yeah, absolutely stuff like that. on set design. And, you know, For they, sure. there was some beautiful stuff. Absolutely. It's like, wow. And brilliant color. I mean, from sure. the beginning of the movie. There was a lot of like it just seemed like God. Even when they were showing like the outside of his like uh, you know laboratory sure. where whatever was going on, it's like that dungeon. Those colors are like bright, and the sure. dog coming out of the window, and well, and there just, was such a juxtaposition between the real world and Starker's world, yeah. regardless of it, whether it was in the dream or in his real life. Yeah, you know, and, and all I'm saying is is that thankfully for this movie i mean yeah it was 2000 but it didn't fall prey to the you know to the bullshit that was going on at that time um you know and then i kind of read a little bit about it and uh we i found out that some of his influences of the you know for some of the visuals from uh like classic works of works of art uh like the scene where peter uh first enters the mind of carl starger and is confronted by the three females remember with the open mouths oh yeah you know this guy you know it, it's all based on a painting called dawn by a norwegian guy uh <clears throat> named uh, odd nedrum which you know, which is pretty cool. The scene where Catherine is chasing Carl through a stone hallway right before she enters oh, the yeah. room with the horses, based on H.R. Geiger's shot. S C H A. Let's see. S C H. S C H A C H T. You know, so mm. this is the second week in a row where we can talk about H.R. Uh, Geiger. You know, in the scene where the horses cut up, and all you know, and it's, it's right, separated, right. and we see the innards and whatnot. Um, that's inspired by the work of British artist Damien Hirst. Um, uh, let's see, where was it? Uh, you know, basically, uh, you know, a whole thing that came out of his brain. But a lot of this was um, influenced by uh, a couple of guys, maybe more contemporary. Mark Rom- Romanic, who did videos for Nine Inch Nails Closer and A Perfect Drug. Wow. Can you see that though? I can totally see that. Let me tell you something. I don't I can't remember exactly what year that came out and whatnot, but I will tell you what, when this movie came out in two thousand and I'm seeing all these visuals, I'm thinking to myself, Oh my gosh, this is what horror movies are going to be for the rest of my life. Mm-hmm. These visuals are amazing. You know, whatever. And I didn't realize that they were, you know, uh Influenced by dudes who put together Nine Inch Nails videos. Right. And, I, and also, I forgot to mention a Floria 
let's see, Sigsmondi, who did a bunch of Marilyn Manson stuff. You know, you know, and you, that makes sense. And let All me, that wire in the mouth. And, ah, and I got to say, dude, well, especially with his victims. Yeah. I got to say this, dude, in 97, 98, when I'm watching Sweet Dreams, the video of Marilyn Manson are beautiful people that blew my mother effing mind. Yeah. There was in my I had never seen anything like that before in my life. Anything. That was good. So when you're seeing that stuff, and then you're seeing, okay, well, this guy, the Tarsem Singh had, you know, that was a big influence for him. I'm like, you know what? That doesn't surprise me at all. You know, the, the, so visual, let me ask you this. Let's do it. Okay. What? Everything you have seen in your horror career so far. Sure. What will possibly, could even possibly blow your mind? Well, where you go. Whoa, my mind is blown. It's, Everything you've It's hard watched. to say now, but I'll tell you what, in 2000, this one blew my mind. Yeah. You know, um, right now. I'm just talking about those steps. It's like, what could, you know, you're sure. going, this is it. This is the level. I thought that this movie was going to be it. Yeah. I thought that every horror movie after this, and you know, for a while, you know, I guess, I guess the remake of, uh, House on the Hill was before this, and you know, the remake of 13 Ghosts and stuff like that. They all kind of had the same kind of vibe to it. Yeah. And it was all around this. I can this, see 13 Ghosts. You know, it was all around this same era, and that's kind of how it went. Right now, what would blow my mind? I don't know, because, yeah. Uh, the, the, I don't know. Besides this movie, the last movie to blow my mind was like the matrix, which was an idea, a look and a feel. Yeah. But this movie as I'm watching, I'm going, Oh my gosh, you know this, but I mean, I was kind of prepared because I'd seen the Marilyn Manson videos because I'd seen these things and I didn't know about the classical art and whatnot, but it all kind of seemed to fit. Sure. However, let me say one thing, um, to kind of add upon the, the visuals of this movie, the sound design in this movie blew, was amazing. To yeah. me, it was amazing. It was dissonant. Uh, we had voices sounding. We, we, first of all, we had like the, like a soundtrack. We had all these horns who were playing. Yeah. Dissonant horns, kind of, kind of all out of tune yeah. and stuff like that. It was wild. We had voices sounding different. Uh, in fact, there's one scene where Vince Vaughn is screaming. It seems far away and muffled while D'Onofrio who was, not to spoil it, is torturing him at that point. Sounds right. regular, you know. We have echoey, dreamlike, weird noises. We have water dripping. Uh, all sort, Just all sorts of weird shit. Um, to be honest with you, I think that the sound design of this movie had as much to do with how much I liked it uh, that the visuals did. Right. You know, um, it, you know, I realize that this movie may have been more of a psychological thriller than maybe a straight up horror movie. Just like you were saying, I mean, there's police procedural stuff there. was Maybe it's more of a sci-fi thing with them, you know, suspending in their, you know, uh, Bram Stoker's Dracula army suits uh-huh. and whatnot. Um, but the imagery is wild and horrific. Um, and I just still don't know why this didn't have a bigger impact on the horror community. Maybe the big names are a problem. I don't know if Vince Vaughn or J-Lo or D'Onofrio, uh, you know, were, were big at that point. I know there's a hundred dudes, you know, in this movie that you recognize their face. You're like, oh, hey, it's that dude. Yeah. You know, hey, how about that? It's that dude. I've seen him in a hundred things. 
Um, but maybe it's because it straddles that genre line. I mean, if you like, like I said, my wife loves this. She hates horror, but she liked this. And maybe it's because it straddles that, that CSI or SVU, uh, you know, line, you know, it has that. We got to get in the serial killer's mind. Yeah. It has the sci-fi, you know, kick to it. Um, but I don't know. What do you think? Um. you know, I enjoy the movie. I did enjoyed you? it when I saw it in the theaters. Oh, so I you mean, did see it. This isn't the first time you saw it. No, no. No, I've, I saw this when it came out. Uh-huh. You know, and it's it's pretty good. I mean, it's weird to watch these actors now. I think that Vince Vaughn is horrible. Really? Because I love Vince Vaughn, even to this day. Old school and all those stupid shit well, movies. Well, I'm fine with that. Him. But in this, it was just like, you're not... You're Let me ask you, par. did you think he yeah. was horrible because you know who Vince Vaughn is? I think that's absolutely what it was. Because, you know, what you see him in old... I I hate to admit it, but I love the movie Old School. I love it. And, I, you know, I like the movie... Like, for instance, what was that Alien one that just came out? Uh, Neighborhood Watch and stuff. I, he's a turd, but I think he's hilarious. No, I, it. I don't And then mind. you look back at this, and he's, like, trying to be serious. And he's... Tr- Basically, what I thought was he was trying to be Will Graham from the TV series Hannibal. And it's like, he's no Will Graham. No offense. But at the same time, I like him so much that I, I, I gave him a pass on this movie. Yeah. I mean, he was, it was, he drew me out a little bit. I like the story. I think it was great. Great visuals. Sure. I'm going to predict something right now oh, because dear. you've got the delicious surround sound. Sound oh. is going to be something you keep bringing up. The sound you've got blew like, me away on this. Yeah. Or as my son calls it, the all-around sound. The all-around sound is like, you can pick some shit up from that. You, know, you can hear the little crick in the creek behind well, you. In the, in the water drips and all yeah. that stuff. Yeah. yeah. It's awesome. In the bugs and slow motion. I, I didn't I I... I enjoyed this movie when I saw it the first time. Sure. I mean, it, it's it's a solid movie. It's kind of like, what the hell's going on? You find so out about what, this guy. You, he's, he's you nuts. saw this in the theater. Yeah. So you saw this around the year 2000. Yeah. What, what Did your opinion change between then and now? I don't think it changed at all. Okay. I mean, I, I would I would give this a high rent. Okay. You know, it's 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 a good movie. I'll tell you what, in 2000, when I saw this for the first time, because I went, I also went and saw this in the theater, it blew my mind. As I'm watching, and I've watched it, a, uh, you know, maybe a handful of times between 2000 and 2013. As I'm watching it this time, it was like, it didn't make that big of an impact on me, only because I think that so many movies have stolen from, or not stolen, but have, have quote-unquote taken homage from the same thing that this movie took homage from, you know, in like, and it's like, oh, this isn't quite and as dude, there are some great visuals. D'Onofrio no with those small teeth and like that Pope Pius fucking Lord. outfit he's got on and sure. and rolling the, his intestines out and shit. Sure. It was like, that's fantastic. It sure. looked great. The set design was wonderful. The visuals were wonderful. The story was cool as hell. It was pretty cool. And but I'd give it a same, high rent. At the same time, if you take away... The going into the dreams, this is just a police procedural type of deal. Maybe yeah. a sci-fi thing. But with those visual, visuals, yeah. it is horrific as anything I've seen. Oh, yeah. It's, you, it's, you know, it's great. And it's interesting because I have to admit that in the year 2000, when I watched this, I was blown away. When I watched this just this week, 
it didn't it it didn't have nearly the impact. Can I ask me. you? Were sure. you th- were you were you going? You were going, man. The weed sig. I'm going <laughs> to see some ass. And you don't even see that. No, see no, because ass. I knew what was going on. And even in 2000, J-Lo was too big to show her ass. Because that was back in, oh my gosh, J-Lo has the biggest butt in the world and it's hot. Oh, was even that back still then, that? Yeah, that, that, was, no, that was still what was going on. So I knew we weren't going to see some any titties or anything. The- no, but, but it, it, you know, does it stand the test of time? I would say that the visuals do because they didn't. They didn't rely too much on the CG. They totally. relied a little bit, and, but it was mostly sound design and camera tricks. And it was more of the, yeah, camera tricks as in, you know, you get some of that, it's the full screen. Sure. Look, we're going to zoom in. It's going to be going or, creepy. And then it was, or, hey, just, we're going to speed this shit up, and he's going to twist yeah, yeah, and walk. Yeah. You know, and, and, and it was more about that. So it was still pretty Um 2000, Mike, would have given this maybe a super high buy. Now I'm like, yeah, check it out. Give it a rent. Okay, we were talking earlier about why would you do that in front of a family? Remember you brought something? I can't even remember what we were talking about. It was like, why would you say that in front of a family? And I said, hmm, that's interesting. Because Vaughn, Vince Vaughn, goes to the family where the girl was just abducted from. And they're like, oh, I don't know where she's at. And And he goes... We think that's the guy. Right. The serial killer guy, we think he's got a handle on her. Sure. It's like, dude, yeah, you you're not going to tell the family. You don't give that away. No. Where was she at? What was she? No. She's with that guy. Trust me on that. She is there. She is with him. I'm t- yeah. It was like, oh, man. That's kind of a. You know, real. and even now, I mean, I have to admit he that was I, subpar. I thought J Lo was was hot as shit in this. Was she? You know, and I thought she did a good job acting. You're right. I thought uh, Vince Vaughn was like, oh my gosh, really, Vince Vaughn? Whatever. No, we're, oh, you know, no, he's, he's going to be a because he's he was. I don't know. He just kind of acted weird. Just and like that, that whole scene between them on the bench sitting together and he's talking about how he vowed that he'd never let anyone go free again. And I'm just going, dude, I don't well, believe a fucking ounce of what well, you're telling me. Agreed. And plus he's like, you know what? You know, J-Lo's talking about how she went into his mind. She sees why he became this. And he's like, no, people still have a choice. People, blah, blah, blah. And, you know, I may or may not disagree with him. But it was like that scene was like, oh, yeah, sh- you know, maybe if you would have kind it of explored painful. that a little bit. And let's just say good. this too. Let's say this too. That all of that shit that they were trying to build sure. up, you were trying to build it into a sexual relationship. You were trying to build it well, in, up into. I was trying and to then see it some J titties, and then it was like he's like gets on that helicopter and flies off, and they're going, sure. "Hey, wait a minute." Hey, wait a minute. Where are you going? You're, you're just out of the medicine. He's like, right. I know what's going on. It's like, sure. it, it Here, was. The thing is, is after all that we've talked about there, I think that the crux of this movie relies upon those visuals. And yeah. back in 2000, those were still fairly new. Like and even man. now, listen. Remember that where it was like, yes, it was like, this the, is horrible. The but thing wow. is, is I don't, I think there's one scene when Vince Vaughn first goes into the dream. There's a little bit lawnmower man type of thing, but yeah, that whole spin in where it's like, hey, Pink Floyd. Yeah, graphics. but the thing is too is that I mean, yeah, I just think that they did it in such a way that those visuals still stood up today. Sure. The problem is, is it the movie just doesn't stand up 
to me, the story I mean, is pretty standard. I mean, I get it. Hey, let's write a standard story. Let's try to blow people's mind with the visuals and whatnot. You know, and now that the visuals are like eh, maybe a little bit played out, even in 2000, if they were amazing, in 2013, they're a little bit played out. You know, to me, that doesn't stand the test of times like I would have liked. Yeah. I'll give this a rent. Yeah. I mean, let me, okay, so let's get a little bit of a cool, uh, little bit of trivia to, to finish this off. Uh, you remember the last scene of the film with the desert and he's cheating, jails going back to talk to Edward and whatnot. Right. Um, this was originally an early scene in the film, which depicted another, you know, one of Catherine's therapy sessions with Edward. With a um, sailboat. Sure, yeah. But, uh, you know, the director decided that, you know, in post, after it was all filmed, to add, you know, some cherry blossoms and some snow and what, or whatever that was, mm-hmm. uh, to make it look like it was kind of a, oh, we're wrapping this all up. We're going to have right. a happy ending type thing, which kind of pissed and me off white, a little. that blue sail behind yeah. the, the boat, she stuck the boat in the tree and then... You saw that blue sail, like, yeah, see, like, here's the water, Edward. And I was just like, you know, I could have done without that whole scene. Because you know what? The happy ending was, no spoilers, but the happy ending was with the conclusion with with uh, Stargirl. You know, I, I think we could have been done there. Right. Um, I like this movie. If we would have been, like I said, if we would have been doing this podcast in 2001 or 2000, this might be straddling a high buyer, maybe even a bone saw. Uh, but since, you know, it's had time to stir in its own juices, since, you know, it's kind of had, you know, does it, you know, since we've had time to say, does this stay in the test of times? I don't know if it does. Like I said, I'll give this a high rent, maybe a low buy. Um, I'll tell you what though, a couple spoilers, a couple of things that I really liked about this movie, as far as the, you know, the conclusion is concerned, um, uh, it could have been worse, man. Stargard lived across the street from an elementary school. Oh, yeah. And no kids were diddled. Thank yeah. you, Carl Stargard. Thank you for that. Um, but I'll tell you what. I mean, I find it, and one last thing, I find it a little weird that some of the first traumatic experience of Stargard was being baptized and that whole, you know, deal with that. But then, uh, you know, we did, you know, J-Lo's last scene was her in, in a in a kind of a, a Mother Mary type yeah, of yeah. outfit. I was like, well, if he's kind of creeped out by religion, kinda... why are you doing that? Why is that their comfort thing? Because I would think that he'd be a little creeped out by that. But what do I know? Nothing. No. That's what I know. No. Nothing. This movie... Eh, she was just putting him to sleep. I thought, I was like, wow, look at you, Mother Teresa over here. <laughs> but yeah, she was just putting him to sleep. I, I I mean, I hate to criticize this so much because you got to realize the time. It's like place. what you wanted to do to any uh, roommate you ever had, you know. Put him to life. sleep nicely. Just, just, just put a pillow over his face or, you know. I, just go, I love you, but you have forever, to die. Buddy. Sure. Because you keep eating shit out of my fridge that I buy. My milk is getting watered and down, even though it's still at the line that I drew. It's still to, watered down. It'll be better to just uh, kill you now and keep collecting those, uh, you know, unemployment checks. You know, I. it's funny because I think that I kind of put across the idea that I didn't like this movie as much as I actually like it. I like this movie. I just don't think it stands up as well as maybe it should. Yeah. And that's it. That's the thing. Um, I still think that this should have maybe had a better or a bigger influence on the horror, uh, you know, community since 2000. I think that this is a kind of an overlooked film. 
it's just uh it's about where I remember it being. It was like, oh, I enjoy it. I don't I mean, like this as much as I did in two thousand. I have to yeah. in two thousand this was like wow. Yeah. Now it's like mm, yeah. Yeah. You know, and maybe that's because so many people ripped off the same influences that this movie did. But that's where I'm standing. Give yep. this kind of a high rent, maybe a low buy. But there you go, the sell. J Lo is hot as shit though in this. And I don't. I noticed her hair color change like twice in the movie. Well, that's because that's what hot ladies do. They go, that's what they I go look to the at salon. The hair. They go, well, they go to the salon. They I'm smoke the weed. Clippings. And you're like, oh my god. If I ever meet her, I'm I mean, no offense, but hair. she was. I think this was the epitome of hotness for J Lo. She's not that hot now. Even in that green dress, that that lizard dress she wore, where the low cut. Uh, that was pretty hot. But I'll tell you what, her, I would have preferred her in this movie. I just thought she was hot as shit. She was less. Yeah, she was less uh, bootacious. Oh, well, I I really feel like delicious in her more conservative outfits, she would have I would have had a better chance with it. And that one because once she's wearing that green dress with the split all the way down, she's like she's way out of my league. Yeah, she's I'm her and Puff Daddy are yeah, banging every so night. That's too far. Yeah, they're banging every night. Well, are they still banging today? Every fucking Tuesday night. Oh damn it! Oh <laughs> uh, okay, every Tuesday night. No. I like this movie a lot. There you go. I guess. Do you have anything else to say about it? Uh, well, I say, uh, you know, check that out. I will say that you've got to see the visuals. If you haven't seen it, you've got to see because there's some pretty inventive stuff. And D'Onofrio's a creepy oh dude. Oh, my gosh, yes. He's the perfect creepy weirdo. He, and you know what? And, and that guy not, should be more of a creepy weirdo. And not just that, but he plays a couple of, I mean, not different roles, not different characters, but he plays a different uh uh, phases in his life both very good yeah in my opinion so good for him he did a great job but that's all i got for this one yeah that's i'm you know i'm i'm, I'm worn out i mean i'm worn out i'm, I'm tired cell. of shit yeah well i like the cell but i'm tired of shit now because it's getting later yeah it's getting it's late. late this is a, a three and a half hour podcast yep. of course we're worn out okay uh let's go ahead and give the question of the episode recap what horror celebrity do you love his work but you've heard or you've seen or you've experienced that he's just a tool. A or she. Or she. Or she. Yeah. Okay, we're not sexist on this podcast. Go ahead and give the bone phone a call, 385-351-9273. That is 385. Death scene. Oh, you my gosh. You're right. Let's go ahead and play the death scene right now. The 1957 Hamilton High Prom, please. <laughs> Never mind, Mr. Decay Bone Head, just give me a crowd. <laughs>
Yeah, never because... gonna get it. Never gonna get it. Never gonna get it. Never gonna get it. Never gonna get. I'm tired of whoop, whoop, shit. Whoop, whoop. So there you go. There you have it. Call in three five three five zero nine two seven three with the question of the episode. Oh my gosh, this, this has been an epic bender. journey. This has been an epic journey of an episode, man. We've laughed, we've cried, we talked to Johnny Krug on the phone, we and Shelly. Oh, Shelly talked to us on the phone, which was amazing. I've never talked to her in IRL, which stands for In Real Life, until tonight. And I told her that Texas is going to get their balls beaten in, in Provo next year. Uh, we did it, man. We, we did, did everything tonight. Oh, my gosh. So there you go. Uh, we'll be back next week. I can't remember the movie, but we're going to be talking Ice to Earth. But for the Corpse Cast, we will catch you guys later. See ya. How many people do I have to kill?